Peace. We here. Mm. Oh shit. <laughs> this is the Views from the Seven podcast. Energy. This ain't bugle boy music, but we here, Ant. Let's get it. <laughs> a picture perfect. I paint a perfect picture, but life with precision. My intentions took you with you with the S and double O P. Dog, a fucking homie, you the cold ass nigga on the mall. Show now. I keep my hand on my gun because they got me on the run. Now I'm back in the cold. I can't fuck with you if you don't know this. You just had a crazy conversation about two o'clock. Well, I got feelings about him too. <laughs> but some gangsta. I ain't never ever said that. Too much to me, you nair, motherfuckers, catch a case. Bitches get ready for the throwdown. This shit's about to go down. Me and Snoop about to clown. I'm losing my religion. I'm bitches on these school bitches. You might be deep in this game, but you got the fools missing. Niggas be acting like you savage. They out to get the garbage. I got nothing but love for my niggas that belong. I got a bitch named P. She nigga Rena. I got a house out in the hills right next to China. Uh, we can calm that down. Snoop was an outlaw on this song. Peace, y'all. This is the Views from the Seven podcast. This you got. <laughs> this shit got Spence. I think Snoop did his thing. I'm joining with the homies. Ivan. What's good? Ant. What's happening? Skinny. Yeah, yeah. And we have a special, 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 special guest in the house. Yeah, hey, y'all man. niggas was funny. Like, Ivan was like, what's happening? <laughs> Fuck out of here. He be on his quiet storm shit. Sometime. Oh, now the nigga's sexy. I don't know what that nigga be on. <laughs> I'm sexy every week, man. That was gorgeous the way you said it. What's happening? It's like you lick your lips. That's you <laughs> man, the floor is yours, brother. Oh, it's a doula Mike the King, right? What's that? Tell him about it, man. Tell him about it. Ain't much to say, man. I'm just doula Mike. Okay. Man. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh, make sure you give him your dot uh, com. Oh, I got to do all that? Y'all want all that? Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, I got to do my rapper shit. shit. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. Okay. All right, let me do Come my on, rapper man. shit. Y'all ready? Yeah. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Start over. Go ahead. <laughs> Play a knucklehead. Introduce yourself. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> the floor is yours, my brother. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Nah, it's your boy. <laughs> that's how they say it. Hey, that's like, what it. Hey, that's what. It, when a nigga hit you, like you feel me? That's when he thinking about some shit. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? saying? <laughs> you feel me? Like you feel me? <laughs> or like New York niggas be like, and 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 like, yeah. y- y- y'all mean? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean. You know? yeah, that's that stutter. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? What I'm talking nah, about. What a, I'm talking about. I'm just you know regular guy. Nah, it's your boy Dulamite. www.dulamite.com. D u l a m i t e. Please say my name right. Mm. It's been. So it's not Dola. <clears throat> it's not Dolamite. It's <laughs> Abdullah and Dulamite together. Nice. Dulamite. I feel it. Yeah. So. That's why it's spelled the way that it is. Like right. people be like Dulla. I'd be like, do I have to respell this motherfucker? But uh <laughs> <laughs> and it's Dulamite on every social media. D U L A M I T. It ain't no underscores and nothing like that. It's awesome. Get the people a little bit of your resume, man. Shit, I have a pretty nice resume. Okay. Yeah, talk on it, speak on it. Uh, um, let me see, let me see, let me see. Um, let me see. How can how can I explain it? Talk to him. Penn Franklin. Yeah, Ooh. I mean, a lot of songs that people <laughs> have listened to on the radio, they don't know that I go troll. Yeah. Mm. So like, yeah. like people don't know that I've won awards that I'm not gonna speak on those awards, yeah. but they have my mama house. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I've been able to live I work a nine to five, but that money that I made from my music has gone to my kid. Like yeah. I have an account for my kid. Right. So going forward I just been working on music for myself to make money to where now it's like okay. 
So you like a, a salt <clears throat> money? I, I write better than sauce money. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Sauce money parts. Sauce money is nice. Don't get me wrong. Sauce money is nice, but a lot of his shit was just other than the Diddy joint. A lot of his shit was more underground. I guess you can call it, compare me to a lot like of them Jay Z records might be his. Nah, Jay write his own shit. Mm. But like skills, yeah. Like you can put me up there with skills because like skills wrote a mm. lot of shit for Timberland and all that yeah. shit. So I know giving the opportunities too because I write R and B too. I can't sing for shit. Yeah. But I write R&B, too. So <clears throat> other than that, man, I just am trying to elevate my own music and show the growth that I've had as a person. So and I think it's been showing. So you say you growth roll. You can't give us one of them that you that you that we heard. <coughs> <laughs> nah, nah. Non-disclosure. Not the school okay. bus. I got you. I'll I t- I show you. all OK. OK. I'll tell my. Yeah. OK. But non-disclosures. That's why I said yeah. going, that's why I told him going forward. I'm not doing non-disclosures no more because no NDAs. Yeah, you want people to know your your body of work and all that shit. But has, has there been any that uh, <coughs> that blew up? It was about three mm, that blew respectable. up. Respectable. Nah, blew up. Blew up. How you feel about it? Not being able to. Nah, I knew. fuck the money. I know. Nah, I, I know the money is good, nah, but nah, like it set my son up straight. He good. Yeah. Um, I didn't care about the about that type of stuff. I, when you then. when you in the club, no, even now when you okay. go in the club or you see a commercial or something like that, and it's on there, yeah, and you see people reaction. When you make music, it's just for the love of it. Yeah. So the opportunity and just seeing it, and and it's a secret with it being yourself. Like, yeah, I wrote that shit. So Shake you your never, ass. You ain't never felt like, damn, I gave that <clears> one away. Nah, cause nah. I know it, and just knowing it, it feel yeah. it feel good. You ain't, you ain't signing a publisher no way. So the money when these songs are still getting rotation, you still get. I'm still good. Okay. Well, I always say my son's good. Yeah. Like I created an account, I can't touch. He can't touch it till he's 25. Okay. Nice. So everything that I get from that, 25 goes, is a is a good year. Yeah. For what? To give to say that your son can touch it instead of Shit. just giving it to him at 18. I wanted to give him like 32. Well, I said 25 because <laughs> graduate high school. You're going to go to college. If you ain't going to go to college, then you need to figure it out. Yeah. And I think by 25 as men, that's when our brain starts starting to. Starting to. But you don't really sure. come to until about. But no, I got. It's, it's some shit in there. He can't give his mama none. Mm. Like, I got shit in there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I want honey. And like, me and his mama good. Yeah. But this is your shit. Yeah. No, I don't want my son to have to work, period. No. I want him to own his own shit. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Set him up right. Yeah, he good. That's what's up. But like when I play one of the songs for y'all and I broke the hook for it, y'all gonna be like, I know one. I know one. You gotta be joking. That nigga told me, I was like, what? Yeah, I wrote two hooks for like two songs that did amazing. Okay. What? uh, Tell the people your start. Give me a little bit of how you started. I was the kid, me and my brother was in like all the talent shows when they actually did talent shows. Yeah. So my brother. He could dance his ass off. I think you've seen me dance. When you in NYSP? No. Theta, you gamble. Huh? Hey, man. Rip your city blast. The Thetas. Now, me and my brother, we started. I started young. It's like me and my brother was in. Probably over a hundred something talent shows, just dancing, and we only got second place once. Mm, nice. Okay. So we got busy. My pops, 
Yeah, I, I don't fuck with that nigga. And you say mm. your brother is Urkel, so it would be crazy yeah, to see my, Steve Urkel. Get on my brother, he wanted, to, he wanted to be a choreographer. My yeah. pops is such a bitch-ass nigga. My pops too in his head like, oh, y'all dancing, that's gay. Mm. And you got to think, when we was kids, you know, it's not as open as it is now. Yeah. Right? That fuck with my brother's head. Yeah. Me, I, I was kind of ahead of my time. So me as a kid, I'm like, nah, that choreographer was getting ass. Because I saw how the girls treated us just yeah. with the dance contest right, right, and shit. So I was like, shit, I'm this young getting bitches? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Enjoy you, this shit. That's you, why if I, you can dance, the girls fuck with you. That's why. Mm-hmm. In, in looking back now, the one thing in high school that I missed out on that I feel I should have did was be on the cheer team. I don't know mm. about the cheer team. What? No, no, no. no, no. Not, not, the, not the, I'm talking about the motherfuckers that just be propping them up and shit. Nah, nigga, what? Nah. Shit. Them the same niggas. Those the same Them the same niggas. <laughs> no, I ain't going to see this nigga talk about Freddy. No. Hey, he had the tongue ring back then, so he didn't fit. Take one dancing? Yeah. He might not have no pom poms, but when them motherfuckers he wasn't dancing. When he them motherfuckers scored, them niggas on, do the same. They would run on. They Cole, yep, yep. Cole, oh, they niggas do the same the fucking, shit. They would run on the uh, they would run on the court and then prop the girls up. Welcome to and an episode of you, you gotta relax. Day, nigga, just... Nah, so you the pervert? Mm. Yeah, pretty much. No, no, you get all the bitches. Nah, I ain't seen no getting. You would have had them, nigga. Cisco Unless they cut. thought you was gay, the tongue ring. Like, oh, that's just the homie. Mm-hmm. You the nigga that get drunk. Why do you keep saying his tongue ring? You oh, had a tongue ring in high school. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I thought you was joking. The oh, bitches no, no, loved no. it though. Like, you know what I'm saying? This nigga went to parties to shoot him up. as a bunch of bitches. <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> what, what What are you gonna do? <laughs> I go to fuck on the bitches. He go to run them away. <laughs> <laughs> what are the odds? <laughs> I don't like when girls would try to give me head with tongue rings. I don't like how I felt. You know how niggas be like, man, that shit feel good. I'm like, no, I feel like a foreign object is touching my. What? T- I mean, it's it's a it's a uh, accessory. Nah, I was cool on that accessory. So it's kind of like it's like uh, when girls get their nipple pierced. I mean, they don't they don't do nothing for you, but it's kind of like it's well, sexy. Some of them, I don't know. Some of them is cool, and then some of they shit smell like air ain't back. Yeah, I got me tongue ring head. That shit was awful. It gets the it, it, the, it was awful. The, the throat is wet. <laughs> the way this nigga looking at his phone as if he got it saved, uh, nigga. Throat, <laughs> what are you doing? Right. That throat is wetter. Right. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I thought it was awful. I was like, yo, I just keep feeling it. Mm-hmm. Man, that big ass ball. I was like, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. How we go from talent show? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll we show got the pussy. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. You was at the, y'all was at the talent show. Y'all was on y'all new That's edition. The hell of a transition. That's y'all talking my language. Oh. Yeah, what did I say? Y'all was talking about my brother, right? This shit, killing yeah. The, uh, yeah, we was killing it, and my brother, he just like uh-huh. totally just lost the passion for the shit. Yeah. So um, when I was 12, she that's when, um, no, well, here's the full story. This is how I got into hip-hop. When I was uh-huh. 10, my brother, uh-huh. he was always grounded. My brother did terrible in school. He just started slipping after he stopped dancing. Yeah. And so my brother... Was listening to like Spice One, Brother Lynch, all that yes, shit. Sir. If That's he was why grounded, Skinny relates so much. Like, if we grounded, no, I'm chilling not. with him because he grounded. Yeah. Now, you know, so my brother in there with the Mini Mac 10, blah, 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 blah. So my brother, everybody, it's like when Bone came out, everybody wanted to rap like them. Yeah. So to me, the shit sound good. Yeah. So my brother, mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, that shit hard. Yeah. Some niggas was at school having a battle. Older nigga, I said, yo, my brother, eat your ass up. <laughs> this nigga named Tommy. 
Tommy, what up? That's my nigga. Tommy was like, man, who? Your brother? Omar? Urkel? I was like, yeah. Man, Urkel ain't fucking with me. I said, all right. This will let you know big money. I said, I bet you five dollars. That was a lot of money back then. Bet you five dollars. You lay down five dollars at a dice game, nigga. Niggas think you was going crazy. Niggas going crazy. They think you rich as a motherfucker. So Tommy happened to catch my brother on the worst day. So my brother, my dad was like, hey man, get out the house. You've been grounded for a little bit. So my brother's like, cool. He said, nah, you going outside and what you got on or you staying in the house. So my brother had on these motherfucking gray sweats that had like stains on them, mm. tight ass shirt, and they had a fro that just picked that shit out, thick ass glasses, and he had on like the Zach Morris Converse. That's trash. Mm. We walk outside, everybody hung out by the heater box. And I know everybody had that one heater box everybody kicked it at. Mm-hmm. And Tommy had to be walking with the homies right by. And Tommy said, Hey, ain't I supposed to battle that nigga? My brother didn't know nothing about the shit. My oh, brother was like, Burp. You set him up for failure. I said, Hey, man, I told Tommy you'll eat his ass up in a battle. Yeah. My brother, he was like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could see in his face he wasn't with it, but he was like, Yeah, yeah, I would. Next thing you know, all the bitches from the neighborhood is right there. Mm. Now it's a big ass circle. Tommy ate my brother alive. <laughs> right? Now, this is the. Now, this, I got a different reaction out of this shit, though. Now, my brother got embarrassed. I didn't even give a fuck about that. Yeah. I'm looking at the reaction that everybody gave Tommy. Mm. All the bitches loved him, the oohs and ahs. I fell in love with hip hop right there. Nice. I was like, mm. oh, shit. This how niggas treat you when you can. Mm hmm. But then the second part of me, because I'm competitive, I was like, I got to get revenge. Started getting my pen game right. Two years later, 12 years old, 13 years old, I battled Tommy. I bet him $150. I ain't had nothing in my pocket. Mm. You knew he was going to come with mm. $150. Right. Yeah. Tommy was a dope boy, <clears throat> but I knew I could beat Tommy. Ate that nigga alive. Mm. All the bitches can. Mm. I love hip hop ever since. Yeah. So when when uh during your your journey when did you uh feel like you reached your uh uh your pinnacle of success at that time? I had my shit early. I, first song I wrote for somebody in the industry I was 12. And that mm-hmm. song was number 1 on Video Soul. Mm-hmm. My pops my pops just took the money, didn't he Gary called called me and yeah. all that shit, but yeah. That's why. Mm. So so during that time, That's when I could tell y'all. When <clears throat> what is that? Um uh, remember uh A plus? I do not know. A plus had a song card. You should look it up. It's A plus um party joint. It was number one on video song. It's called Party Joint? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, you do he was signed to, uh, Yes indeed. He was signed to Kidar Entertainment. Yeah. He, he was on uh the Lost Boys album. So so when did you be start becoming uh Dulamite. Oh, yeah. Because, see, my first rap name was Big Dookie. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm glad you... Uh... <laughs> you know why I call myself Big Dookie. Right. We're going to shout out to Growth for that one. I was like, yeah, I'm Big Dookie. Why Big Dookie? Because I'm the shit. Mm. I thought it was dope. It was yeah. terrible. I thought it was dope, though. Terrible. Yeah, it was, oh, <laughs> it was bad. Big Dookie. Yeah. So I was like, my dad said, so you a piece of shit. 
<laughs> so I was like, yeah, no. And then uh, Dulamite just came up because I love black exploitation films. Oh, man. Gee. So, yeah, yeah. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, you know I like this now. I want your cooperation right now. I'm not remembering like this. A plus is like nobody leaving to the ball. Between fourteen and sixteen. Yeah, so he like switched shit. So I, like in the original, one, I had eight side. He was from Parkside in New York, so I switched eight side, Parkside, switch a couple words. Next thing you know, he was on the Lost Boys album, and then Kidar Entertainment just like fell apart. But he was on there when Erica Badu. That was her first deal was with Kidar Entertainment. Mm. Yeah, that's what's up, man. That's dope. How did you? How did you? Uh, at that age, what kind of connections you had that allowed your your pen to jump right basically into into the game? Talent show. Talent show connections. Okay. Talent show. Like I used to summer camps. They had talent show. I was rapping in them, do freestyles, and then uh, shit. My voice was so kitty for those type of lyrics. Yeah. And so when I performed that shit, they was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. But I mean, I was like, "Cool." I was. I just saw an opportunity. Yeah. And my pops, my moms and pops didn't know nothing about that type of shit. So. How did you get the plug to? To get it to A plus, well, Kidarn. Well, that's when people was actually going to talent shows to like see talent, yeah. and I just got lucky. It was just somebody that was cool with Kidar was there. It happened to be in Vegas. Yeah, I went on stage, performed the shit. Yo, who was this kid? Yeah. And then I recorded it, and bam, it was sold. Mm. I was trying to sell it for me, but my voice was just it just yeah. wasn't. Yo, tonight we gonna get what, um, for real. It didn't make sense. What black exploitation mm -hmm. film? Uh, Let me see. The Mac is came into play when it came to your my name. Dolomite. Period. Dolomite. Dolomite. Period. Dolomite and the Mac are my favorite too. Like in my black exploitation album, the intro is Pretty Tony. And that's just mm. me doing pretty Tony. Yeah. All bitches are the same, you know, just like my hoes. I keep them broke. Wake up with some money, the subject could go crazy, you know. I keep them looking good and all that, you know, but no dough. See, when I get a bitch, I got a bitch right on. You remember that Mac the Bear? Yeah. He tried to steal one of my bitches. <laughs> so I called him up on telephone. I said, why don't you come over to the pad so we can rap a taste on it, you know? <laughs> so when he came to the pad, I said, give him some because your show is shit wasn't getting none from me. <laughs> you up, see, man. that nigga wanted the yeah. honey. All we want is the money. That's my shit. Yeah. That's, my that's the Mac. That's, that's the Mac. The I'm, I'm, uh, I'm crazy about uh, Blackula. Blackula was too corny I love, for me. I love black I did not black like exploitation films, but when I watched Blackula, I don't know what it was, man. I just Willie Dynamite. I love that. Movie. I'm all of them. Willie Dynamite. The vision. When he did that shit, that's my Dulemite. shit. I didn't like uh, when Dulemite was the devil. What was the name of that one? I mean Dulemite. Dolomite was the devil. It was called something else. But Rudy Ray Moore couldn't act anyway. Yeah, yeah. I was just saying I liked like Dolomite, but I didn't like the other ones he did. But like Shaft, I consider Shaft a black exploitation film. 
because it was terrible acting. I mean, you can see the microphone right here in yeah. the sex scene. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah, I think that's, that's a, my uh, favorite part of this my favorite kind of movie. Because the stereotypes were so bad, I don't mm. think it would ever come back. But yeah. that was that was a, a great time period. But here's the one to answer your question fully, though. Cause I just yeah. thought about it. Yeah. How I was able to keep those connections even during during this, like being yeah. where I'm at now. Okay. You just have to continue to network. Mm. You can go to a music festival and meet ten people. They'll give you their card. Y'all exchange like information, yeah. social media shit. They'll follow you at that moment. Mm. I'm the type of person when I go back to like my Airbnb, I'll check to see who unfollowed me just to see if they can get a follow. Yeah. Normally you gonna get okay. A lot so. of people follow you to get their followers up, and right. then they unfollow you. Yeah, because they don't think you are gonna go back and look. I'll go back and check. I do too. So I they give me a flyer. I'm actually going to look. I'm actually gonna listen to your music, and I'm gonna check to see if you stayed. Yeah. If you didn't, you clout. I already know what your music probably gonna sound like. So it's the same thing with executives and DJs and all that. Some DJs are just looking to get they, v- they shit up. Yeah. Yeah. If they got a million followers, they don't give a fuck about what you sound. Yeah. But it's going to be some DJs that actually stayed and followed you with those are the ones that you keep in contact with. Yeah. Mm. So before social media, that's how I was. If a nigga, if I lost a nigga number, like the number that I regret losing to this day, I met Mac Main at a talent show out here. Lost his number two years later. I see him and Young Money doing something. Mm-hmm. And this is when he was young man and he was trying to be a rapper. Mm. And I lost that in contact. Mm. Crazy thing is, five years later, I found a card in a box and I called the number. It said, dude, I said, shit. <laughs> Which I kept that motherfucker. Right. Because yeah. <laughs> me and him kicked it. Yeah. We, we just met each other at the talent show. We got cool, had dinner. His sister was cool. I lost the nigga number. And then I look on TV. I said, I said, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Now you're right. one of the biggest execs in the world. Yeah. Right. So you gotta, gotta network. So mm-hmm. at, at what point? I, I think, uh, uh, my opinion, I don't think anyone is doing anything until you start getting hated for it. You, I agree. Excuse me. I don't think you, uh, when it comes to uh, content creation or uh, anything you're doing, music, uh, anything that it brings any type of experience to anyone's life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't, I feel like you don't start getting recognition for it until you start getting hated for it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then that, that, that has nothing to do with you as a person, but your brand. Yeah. It, it, it brings conversation. Yeah. When you start, when your shit start diving into folks' conversations, yeah. that's when you know you're on the path to something. When did your time come uh, to where people started hating on you? Oh, and did the love always outweigh That's an easy, easy answer. The day I started being hated is the day that I called myself the certified king of Las Vegas. Mm. Period. Did you, did you do it? I meant it. You meant it. Whew. But here's the thing. Talk to me. Here's the thing, though. It's, I... <laughs> this is, I said back then, and I kind of still believe it now, yeah. is that Vegas, when I say Vegas doesn't have a culture, I don't mean we don't have a hip-hop culture or something like that. It's a mentality. Culture is a mentality to me, too. 
So when uh, someone back east calls themselves a king or something, it was the mentality that they had. Yeah. One, they was competitive. They was had the ultimate confidence in themselves yep. and they art. And so T.I. T.I. with the South. But then you had a little flip who took it the wrong way. Yep. But then you had a pimp C who was like, if that nigga call himself a king, he's supposed to. Yep. It's the ultimate confidence he has in himself. Some people think Biggie's the king of Brooklyn. Some people think Hove. And it's going to be somebody that just thinks somebody totally different. Yeah. But if you in the conversation, mm-hmm. that's what I want. Absolutely. Right. When mm-hmm. niggas out here took it way left. Mm-hmm. Nigga, you, ain't, you saying you better than all of us and all that shit? I'm like, yo, you got to relax. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying that. Well, you put certified in front of me. Well, I'm supposed to say I'm the bitch king of Las Vegas. Exactly. And then I saw Weez Mac had called himself King of Vegas. Weez, that's okay. my nigga. Shout out to Weez. I always thought I could rap better than Weez. I told him this. I said, when mm. you made that, made that King of Vegas mixtape, the competitive side of me was like, oh, and the King of Vegas mixtape was a classic. I don't give a fuck what nobody said. That nigga, the, just the mixtape beats that he picked, when he rapped over that ESPN beat, I was like, yo, this nigga's out this motherfucking world. Yeah. So Weez always been nice. I was just like, lyrically, I would eat this nigga alive. Yeah. The competitive side. Michael Finley was a cool nigga. Yeah. Even his team took it the wrong way. Oh, uh, I mean. Especially when he got I've that Def Jam deal. So. so, like, Grease and all them niggas was not feeling me. Yeah. And I'm just like, nigga, when I heard y'all got a deal, I'm rooting for y'all niggas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Niggas, niggas I didn't know was in my inbox talking shit. So, I ain't the one to be bullied. <laughs> yeah. Right. I ain't the one to be bullied. I ain't no. I may not be no gangster, but I ain't no fuck nigga. Absolutely. So, how I approached it was, okay, y'all making these songs about me, you talking shit about me, this is what I'm going to do. Since we on the same show at the same spot tonight, and you bring your whole crew, I'm coming dolo. Mm. And I'm going to perform this song that I made about y'all niggas, mm. and then we're going to see what y'all do. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I, I ain't like got a scratch energy. on my motherfucking face. I like that energy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Every single per- talking my shit, the original yeah. version. Mm-hmm. If people know talking my shit, the original version, I was talking shit to hella niggas. Mm. It was niggas that, yeah, I fucked your bitch. You can have her. I tried the whole relationship bid. I'm so through. I want wife and then none of you bitches. I'm not a fool. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Go fuck the bitch. <laughs> I congratulate a nigga if he yeah. fuck my bitch. That means I wasn't doing something right. I yeah. need to work on my stroke game or something. <laughs> Real nigga shit. I always looked at niggas out here like they was wrestlers. Oh, when I see Dula, oh yeah, I'm gonna beat his ass. You ain't gonna do shit. Yeah. You ain't gonna snap into a slim gym. <laughs> All these niggas is wrestlers. You know what I mean? We know who the niggas ain't that ain't wrestlers. Right. Yeah. And it was a lot of wrestlers. It was only a few of them niggas that was like Chris Benoit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I took the beef head on. I'm like, if everybody gonna hate me, then I'm gonna give them a reason to hate me even more. I like it. I the one thing they energy. could never ever say, they could say my songs didn't suck. And they yep. couldn't. They one thing they couldn't say was I didn't have heart, and I wasn't the lyricist, and I was willing to take on everybody, and I did. That's that energy. I think uh, it is uh, one fake as fuck. Two, you can see it from a mile away. Yeah. Three, it tells me that you're not doing shit out here. If you're trying to straddle the line, the same. If you're not trying to take, if you're not fucking trying to take over, especially when it comes to rapping niggas, 
you on your way out before you start. I am probably top three most hated rappers in Vegas. And that's just still off of that certified king off of, of that certified king of Vegas shit. You saw how I can and, and another thing too was I've never been scared to say how I felt about shit. Man. Ever. Now I understand too. I remember Charlemagne said this when you're not afraid to say what you want to say, there's going you have to understand that there's consequences to Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I've already understood those consequences. Yeah. I'm not afraid of them. Yeah. So I'll say what you, I said it. In the old song, Pulse of the City, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I say what niggas are scared to say. I'm the nigga was with my clique. We went to every hood. We in the projects in every Vegas and shot this video. And no, yeah. it's facts. I went to every hood. I got no problems. Yeah, yeah. So I know I'm good, but I ain't scared to say it. Yeah. Like when homie with the with the war show. Only thing I said I was wrong about was the sexuality shit, right? But in layman's term, let's be real. I am a black man that's Muslim. I didn't heard every single joke. Absolutely. So even if I say fish or something like that, the elemental P community got to stop being so sensitive. <laughs> right. <laughs> because the way that they get talked about as Negroes, we've been talked about that sh- like that for years. Yeah. yeah. Relax. It's just jokes. Yeah. You know there ain't no harm in that shit. So why getting your feelings? I th- I, th- I think it just depends on who you uh, who you talking to. Like, oh yeah, we know a, that. There's a number of uh, you know what I'm saying homosexual people, uh, gay people, whatever the fuck you want to call. Them. Uh, damn, that was disrespectful in itself. Yeah, it was. I wasn't gonna say that. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna run that back. I, I do not condone the. I, I, don't, <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I was I was putting that in context, but when I'm talking to a person, I don't yeah. give a fuck where. You know, I don't give a fuck what your yeah. sexuality is, just in the context of our conversation. It just depends on who you're joking to. Yeah. So I know a lot of dudes where, honestly, they joke with the best of them. And then you have those that don't know you and then take it as slop. And that's why I understood where homie was coming from. Yeah. But even beyond that, I've always never, every interview that I've done, if they ask me something, I was even out of town. I'm like, yeah, this is this is how I feel about the shit. Yeah. Like, to me, politically, I've even said it in politically correct ways. So, like, I've never come out in an interview and just say, tell a rapper he whack. I wouldn't do that because that's your brand. Yeah. But if they ask me, how do you feel about Vegas hip-hop, I always spoke my word, my thoughts about it. How do you feel about this person's situation? Well, from the outside looking in, this is what I see. Yeah. Right. Now, I could be wrong. Yeah. And if that person think I'm wrong, they offended, then we can have that conversation. And then I don't mind apologizing. How do you feel about it? About the Vegas climate? As it stands today. Like I told Skinny, I think the music sounds way better. But, in a sense, and you know what, I'm lying. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's it's just a bunch of niggas rapping on what they feel are dope beats. Okay, we had a room of 100 rappers. I would say 20 are passionate about it. Mm. And the other 80... Clearly, by the way that they shoot their videos, the way that they shit is mixed, the way that they even put it out, mm. they just doing it just to do it. Facts. Gotcha. Mm. The other 20 want to be in the industry. And then out of that 20 is five that are stars. Mm. Facts. But even with the other 15 that are doing the serious, they'll probably shine before the stars because they want to be in the music business. You either doing it for clout. And we seen why people don't realize that clout money don't last long. 
Yeah. Period. Nor do the views, nor do the... Uh, none of it. None of it. I'm going to yeah. create a dance. Look at Silento. He looks stressed the fuck out, even before Jeez, the murder. Now, yeah. Even before the murder, when you saw yeah. pictures of bags under his eyes and all that shit. That's what you become known for. Yeah. And that's it. It's like, it's one thing if you a one-hit wonder and you really was trying to make good music. Yeah. But if you're just trying to do it just for the moment, and it's, it's a lot of moment rappers out here. And nothing against gang culture and all. It's every song, gang, gang. And yeah. then when I hear gang, gang, and then you say, gang, gang, I'm like, is that auto-tune? Right. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Then you singing gang shit. Me and my niggas pull the guys out. What? I'm confused now. Yeah. So now we singing about gang bang. Yeah. Niggas from Vegas. Some a lot of them sound like Southern rappers. Facts. And me and Ant was talking about this. He was like, after the Mr. Finley shit, um, with Def Jam fell apart, right? His shit fell apart at the worst time because that was the transition. Stanky leg. Uh, walk it out. It became, those became the challenges songs that people didn't even realize. Yeah. Mm. Because when we had Woot There It Is and all that, we still had authentic rappers. Yeah. Mm. Just like in the, um, what, what do you want to say, in, in in my golden age of hip hop, right, will be like the the 90s and then when you go back and you start, there was always, you, Heavy D was in the middle of niggas that was really rapping. Right, and, and it's always, in the middle. right, it's always sprinkled in there. But the sprinkle just turned into a whole cake yeah. after mm. 2011 yeah. to where the lyricists became the sprinkles and then everybody that couldn't rap became the cake. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Even fashion was different. Think about it. Niggas was wearing baggy mm. jeans with little shirts. And then next thing you know, they was wearing women's jeans because jerk, the jerk movie came around. Yeah. Mm. So with so many different movements that came, it was a, that was a rough transition. But the South just like completely took over. So even when you hear New York artists, New York artists, but back East artists sound like Southern artists. Yeah. Yeah. Drill music, pop, smoke, and all them just sound like Eastern Southerners. Mm. If you think mm. about it, yeah. drill music is nothing but South music, and that's why I like like TDE and people like that because they sound like authentic them. Yeah. So when I look at Vegas, and I weave it out, I can understand it. Like, I've learned to listen to it and be like, okay, yeah, that shit's hard. I can understand how people could like it. Yeah. But what does the whole album sound like? And if it's a whole album of just that, then it's like, how can I hear the substance when yeah. it sounds like Joe Schmo over here? So it's a small percentage of them that impress me. And that's the way I look at it. Yeah, I, re I respect all of those who are uh, taking the time to um, actually learn the business. The business part. The that's business the most important part. Things. Because the majority of people, um, especially if you, even in mainstream hip-hop, the majority of the people that have prolonged their careers mm -hmm. have found a way to weave between business and music, right? Yeah. But I think in the age of streaming, um, sort of kind of like the, kind of like basketball, mm. right? Mm -hmm. You have high school some of y'all going to college, right? Mm -hmm. And then from college, even in high school, maybe four or five of y'all may get a, a, a scholarship, yeah. right? And then you go to college, and in college, kills a lot of dreams, mm -hmm. and a few of those go to the NBA, right? Mm -hmm. Or play. That's how I feel about hip hop yeah. and local music as it is. Yeah. Especially now because of streaming, 
and you can literally turn on what you want to hear when you want to hear it. Mm -hmm. So on a grassroots level, I think a lot of these artists really, really take for granted how hard it is for somebody to turn your shit on. And they do it to themselves. To speak on what you're talking about, they do it to themselves for one reason. When you don't respect the business, right? Yeah. How can you expect the supporters to support it? For example, I said this again to Skinny. Is when the nigga be like, yeah, me and the homies about to go to the studio, and it's the house. And then you bring your girls with you, and they come over there. It's not a studio mic. It's just a regular mic. Got it in the closet. Y'all using the Rudy Poop machine. Yeah, y'all make the song. Me and the homies going to the studio. Then they start dating more people who saying, yeah, we going to the studio. But they're not taking it serious. Yeah. It's just the homies rapping. It's just the homies rapping. The homies rapping for the homies. So when That's you look at Facebook, do. when people, especially women, because women are so important to this shit, yeah. is that when you say you're a rapper in Vegas, they tend to laugh until they hear it. I've dated motherfuckers that had to literally hear my shit yeah. to take me serious. Yeah. Like, oh, so you rapping, rapping. Because I dated Junebug and I dated Stoudemire from over here, you know what I'm saying? And they never took it serious. So it's a whole bunch of people that's just doing it because they think they're hitting the lick. Yeah. Right. And then what they don't realize is consumers see that and they be like, man, this nigga ain't taking that shit serious. So it hurts somebody like me. It hurts somebody like Jazz Laser, Landlord and all that. So we have to constantly leave the city. Because when we leave the city, now we're getting those looks that we want to get. Yeah. And then the first thing we're like, you from Vegas? Oh, shit. And I'd be like, damn, don't go on YouTube, dog. Cause it... <laughs> see, that, that's my, see, 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 see that's, my, that's my, and that, that is my problem. And that, that is my gripe with, with, with the city, right, And when we talk about music. And me and, me and this fellow over here have had a bunch of conversations about it. Yeah. Is that when... When you go to Atlanta mm-hmm. or wherever, I, I know Atlanta is the spot. But when you go to Atlanta and motherfuckers give you that, oh, you from Vegas? Oh, yeah. Right? But it's a surprising look. Oh, yeah. Because after they hear your music, they like. But because of a growing platform, like, when they go to his, right. the fuck is this? Hmm. But... Because they're not here, they think that's the sound of Las Vegas. I told him, I said, they that give you 30 seconds. Like. They're going to give you 30 seconds. They don't like what they hear in 30 seconds. They're going to turn. Done. It's a wrap. And then they go back to their partners and the motherfuckers that got something to say somewhere else mm-hmm. and be like, them niggas don't got no music. Mm-hmm. That music trashes a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Me and him was on the phone for like eight hours. Facts. We probably would have been, been on that longer. We probably would have been on that longer. We talk like, a we lot was of business. So we talk a lot of business. We realized how long it was, right? Yeah. And the one conversation I had with him, I said, he was like, man, I didn't listen to everybody. Like, I listen to their whole shit, even if it's mixed wrong and this, this, and that. I said, why are you wasting your motherfucking time? Mm. He was like, well, I said, time is money. I said, that's one. But I said, two, this is your time. This is a fact. If they couldn't take the time to mix, get their shit mixed properly, why should you spend 30 seconds of your time listening to some bullshit? First time I ever heard Skinny was like, damn. That makes sense. Mm, that was the end of that conversation right there. Because you got to think, his time, his time is valuable. If a nigga send you a 25-song album, 
did, yeah. did I not do? Yeah. Did we not have the same conversation? No, we not even two weeks ago. We you didn't say thirty did we not seconds. We not the same conversation. No, you go right. you go into stuff trashing it before it even becomes a conversation. So now the conversation is different. I've heard we're having an eight hour conversation. We're having a conversation where we're genuinely breaking down a lot of different kinds of skinny. Music. I two different conversations. Skinny. For for one, because of the relationship. Can we I get have. one of these? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a- because of the relationship we have, and I didn't even I didn't even want to go there. But because of the relationship we have, I split up friendship from consumer. Mm-hmm. Skinny is my man. We broke bread together. We damn near went broke together. That'll always be my man. Yeah. But when I turn on Cold 7, I'm a consumer. That makes sense, yeah. Facts. Me too. I'm not bringing our the, the emotional investment or what we do on views or anything of that to his platform. Facts. So when I give him my opinion, I'm giving him my opinion as a consumer. Yeah. A lot of the times we don't like to, we we can't separate the two. Yeah. Right. He was in that seat two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and me and him said the same exact shit you're saying now. No, y'all did. I think Do we I, need to run the tape back? I think I know what episode y'all talking about too. Do we need to run? It, it was because you talked put, about that. I think you put the clip on Instagram. I think. Uh, oh I don't think we did. did, but we, me and you talked about the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But was we? Ago, thirty minutes. It was like 30, 20 minutes. Yeah, he was like, we gave him a little. It was the interview. Mm-hmm. So I'm speaking to him as a as a consumer, and I gave him the same shit you saying right now. Yeah. If I don't respect your platform enough to send you some shit that's right, and then I know you, I do. Remember I you know you that. gonna put that shit on, and I know you gonna hype it up. Yeah, I do remember you saying. I'm gonna take much. advantage of that, and not mm-hmm. only am I gonna take advantage of that, if I know I don't like it. Now you just put on wax. If I know I don't like it, I can call you and tell you to delete that shit. Yeah. Hmm. We said that here. Yeah. He told he said the same shit about the mix. These are two different conversations. How is it where is it two different com- it ain't two different conversations? It's just No, it's not. You, it's so it's so I would I would respect it enough for you just be like, look, I didn't value y'all opinion when y'all were saying it. No, because that's because he's false. on the phone with you for eight hours, you value his opinion. That's false. That's false. It's two different conversations. Me and Matt had a different conversation. Your conversation was about me taking down an artist shit that kept bugging me. You wasn't saying you shouldn't even listen to the first 30 seconds. That's two different no, things. No, no. I a said, person saying, if you get to 30 seconds and you don't like what you hear in 30 seconds, don't even waste your time with listening said, to it or recording, said, period. What I said is, when it comes to, when it comes to Skinny's platform, I feel like he's been pigeonholed. And I feel like he's been pigeonholed because it is not often that there's a video that he does not like. Mm. And if he posted, if he posts the song in the video, he's going to force himself to find something, not even in the song, yeah. in the video, to hide the fact that the song is trash. We it. are fucking grown adults. If a nigga can't, if you can't tell a nigga his fucking song is trash and he needs to go, he needs to go back to work, you are the problem with Las Vegas hip hop. You have a say. Let me piggyback That's off of false. that. Go ahead. Because when we was talking, I said, uh, nigga didn't work me up a little bit, nigga. I said, after he had, when they reviewed, what was like one of your first five reviews, right? With Rap Gods? Uh, yeah. These two niggas went in on, on Weez and, and uh, Fats. Yeah. I had to pause it before it got to my verse. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. No. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then I mean, they gave me credit. I was like, okay, cool. But I love the fact that they critiqued it. Yeah. I said, I said this on them. I said, ever since Rap Gods, 
you ain't really been going hard on niggas the way that you went on me. And then he put on wax mm. out a nigga made him delete his shit. Not a not even a nigga made him <laughs> but, delete it. That but, he deleted it because the nigga expa- was. But his explanation. Man, fuck that his, shit. His explanation made sense. When you send me your shit. It is at your motherfucker. See how he's not listening to you? This is why we never had the conversation. But I did say But I said what you said, too. I said, we work off a commission. People don't realize, as an artist, when I see rappers bragging about what they got doing all this shit, nigga, that's because the consumers bought it. You're bragging to the people that bought your shit. But also, too, with you being the motherfucker that's putting your shit out there, you're putting your shit out there to be critiqued. So if you are going insensitive, this ain't the business for you. It ain't. Once we we always we have a we have a mantra, right? I've I I've been I've been doing this. I've been saying this since we started this right here. Once you put something into the universe, mm-hmm. you have no control over what the people got to say about it. No. And it, it honestly, I feel like it might take one. It might have to take you saying, "This shit stinks. This shit trash," and it it'll, it'll make niggas value. But I actually like is this shit something I want niggas to hear? Like, does this have good quality? Is it mixed good? Does it have a good vision? It kind of goes into what I said about the culture is that if he was in LA doing that, it's cool. Because niggas in LA have platforms where people will give it credit or they'll give it, you know, they'd be like, okay, this nigga didn't like it. I take the constructive criticism and run with it. In Vegas, just me, just what I said in his interview, I did I dog anybody? No. Did I say anybody trash? No. Niggas don't call you a hater. All I said was a few things and niggas got what the fuck they wanted out of it. Yeah. I'm going to say their name. I don't give a fuck. Trey Trey Bizzle. Very talented, right? Mm -hmm. All I said in the interview was, I said, Trey Bizzle could be a star. He has the best videos I've seen. I just want to hear how he sounds without auto-tune. Okay. Let me me ask you something before we get it to get your your file. Let me ask you something. What up? Let me ask you something. Oh, we're in the lines then now, baby. Let me ask you something. Is the video shit cheating? What? What do you mean by that? Do you think if he just sat down with the song, he will get a more honest opinion about the song itself? I'm going to be real about me. I listen to the song before I watch a video. Like me, like Cardi B up, I think it's trash. But when you see the video, people are like, oh, my God, that song is so good because the video is so yeah. good. Yeah, you put that shit on mute and just watch the visual. But the song is trash. Yeah. It is a lot of niggas that get by with the video. I actually agree with that. Uh, the only reason I disagree is, and, you know, y'all know, you know, as artists, sometimes you have a bigger visual, uh, bigger vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, when we were talking about, uh, what's the guy with the Will Smith video oh, Luke, you see what Luke. i'm saying yeah Jordan so Luke you know in, in in my opinion he had that video vision before he ever made the song but well, somebody he's like the, he's gotten to the point where he can make a business yeah but, but somebody but, uh, like him gets a pass because yeah. we know that all he's a concept yeah. artist yeah that's what he is so when i heard keep it 100 mm-hmm. i actually could close my eyes and see what the fuck he was talking about yeah but if you got somebody who's on the track yeah you put like, on that i am i'm 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 on smoke I'm Will Smith. I'm Will Smith. Without the video? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to drive and listen to I'm Will. Yeah, but but that's what a, that's what I'm saying about sometimes the video goes with the music, oh, yeah. so you have to take it as a total package. 
Well, you he's a, he's more of a visual person anyway. Yeah, because of because of the times that we in. But yeah. it is people that's making regular ass songs. Yeah. And if I was to like turn the video off, I'd like yo, that suck. Yeah. It does. It's absolutely trash. So I I, it, I say I agree with that half of that because there are visual artists because even Busta Rhymes is a visual artist with some right. of his shit. Uh huh. His visuals can make you like the song more, but there are people who be like yo, the video saved that song. All right, but what about this? Because right. we can say the same about songs, and then the video, they just standing there rapping. Well, like ain't, re- ain't nothing in the video being shown. They motherfuckers just standing there rapping. Here's an example: Return of the Mac. Mm-hmm. When everybody heard Return mm-hmm. of the Mac, the shit was popping, popping, and then we saw what Mark Morrison looked like in the video. Mark Morrison, that's the nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that's what fucked him up. It was like, yeah. oh, god damn. CO2. You know who really was hurt by that? His whole career, rest his soul, was Fred the Godson. Cause you'll hear Fred the Godson, you'd be like, "Oh, this nigga ill," and then you see him, and you'd be like, "Oh, yeah, you you can't make no love song, nigga. Look at yeah. you, you know." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. That's my nigga. Rest in peace. But yeah. he even said it. He'd be like, "Yeah, that kind of." I mean, like, yeah. that kind of hurt. You know what I'm saying? Not to. I don't like to. I don't like to cape for white people. But even when you go back to the. The six, the seventies. Oh, with, yeah. uh Tina Marie and mm-hmm. Bobby Caldwell, mm-hmm. they hit them niggas for. They hit Missy. Mm. Come on now. It was a whole nigga CNC Music Factory. Millie Vanilli. Mm-hmm. All them motherfuckers wasn't yeah. it wasn't the real people. Yeah. But her. Yeah. She hit herself for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I still don't know what she looked all the way like. Oh no, no. She she's more oh, yeah, she a bad she's more open. But she, she used to like her concerts, she would be Yeah, she would put she'll be in the dark. She'd be in the dark. Mm. That's wild. Or it was like a dim light where you just saw a little bit of her. The only one I could, I could really, really think of is the um, the gorillas. I don't know if you remember the gorillas. Yeah, I remember yeah, the gorillas. Yeah, She's man. Cartoons. Cartoons. Yeah. cartoons. Yeah. But Tina Marie and Bobby Carr, like they used to hide them because they didn't want the people to know that they were white. Yeah. That makes sense. So they would hide them. So, so okay, so going forward, going forward, should he critique the music, the, the song itself and the video separately? Like, should it be like, okay. No, I think he's doing it. Fine. I think he's doing it perfectly fine the way yeah. he's doing it. Okay. It's just. Niggas out here want to be gassed. And before we got on the show, I love the fact he used West West. Because West West, that's my nigga. Me and West West is cool. Yeah. I got so much flack for West West and, and his hoes and all that other shit. And I didn't care. You know, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But I wasn't going to go on the show and not be honest. Mm-hmm. Cool song. The beat made the song. Your lyrics was okay. Yeah. Overall, together, it worked. Yeah. We didn't know it was an intro. It didn't say intro in the description. Yeah. Because there are songs that are a minute and a half now. Right. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. We didn't know it was an intro. But two, going forward, I would like for your videos to be more creative. Yeah. He tells this nigga, well, the next one is is creative. Actually, it's just the same. It's a different song over the same video. Because the next video was just an extra bitch in it. (laughs) He's talking about toxic relationships with Mm -hmm. naked bitches. Yeah. It doesn't make sense, my nigga. Yeah. You're not sugar free. Yeah. Mm. You're not Larry June. So I need you to be a little bit more creative. Yeah. See, I think Sorry. Uh, again, man. And that's I, my nigga. Yeah, see, once again, the video gotta go with the track in it order for it to be it. received I'm a the way it's supposed nigga. to. to, to, I'm in to the video. Uh, um from a uh to me, right? Because I'm a I am a lover of music completely. I don't give a fuck who you are. And the good thing about me is I don't have an attachment to none of these niggas. Yeah. Mm. But there is not there is not a video I have missed of his yet. Me either. Right? I watch all of them. So 
I don't have an attachment to none of these niggas. I am a lover of music. And once it goes between these ears, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't give a fuck. I, you know what I mean? I, if, again, you are in the wrong fucking, you're in the wrong motherfucking scene if you cannot take constructive criticism. And too many times, niggas out here, they love homeboy criticism. But well, that's Where all most of them get. It's, 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 it's so nice, yeah. it doesn't sound like criticism. It's not a homeboy criticism if I don't know these people either, though. I'm not necessarily talking no, about you. No, we weren't talking about you. Come on, no, man. Come on. Mm. Just take it, take it to two. Not. Take it to two. I'm, I'm going to bring it full circle. <laughs> <laughs> don't be so defensive. Yeah, I didn't think he was talking about you. I'm no. saying they get homeboy criticism. When you talk about you bringing all these niggas to the studio, right? Mm-hmm. Where, I want to say a little bit, but I'm going to say it's so nice, it don't sound like nothing. Mm. Right? And then that puts you in a box. As far as skinny goes, again, there are many times that we've had conversations off the mic, right? And I say, oh, skinny, maybe you should do this. Or maybe you should try that. Or I'll shoot you idea if one comes to me. Now, when I talk about the music itself, that has nothing to do against you. I'm speaking as a consumer now. I'm speaking about what I'm watching because I'm taking my time to watch this. Mm. When I remember when I did uh, I did that interview with the brother from uh, Men Condition. Remember that? Yeah. I did that interview from from Men Condition. Not kill myself for it. I was so fucking nervous, right? Yeah. I did the interview with the brother from Men Condition. He was the one of the first person, first people I talked to. Yeah. What did you think about it? And don't sugarcoat it. I don't and even we was remember in, what I said. We was in Anisha's kitchen. You. I don't even remember and what I was said. Like, I remember telling you. We was in a, we was in Anisha's kitchen, and he said, "Eh, I ain't learned nothing <laughs> from it." <laughs> right? <laughs> and now I could be in a chair like this nigga slumped back, <laughs> defensive and shit. Nigga, I took that shit. Yeah. Cause I want to be better at what I'm doing. Yeah. I want to be better at what I'm doing, so I took that shit on the chest. Yeah. If I would've got all up in my feelings, slumped up and shit, I ain't doing this because I want to do it. I'm doing this because I'm thinking about the reward. Yeah. I'm thinking about what's coming afterwards. Yeah. That's clout. Yeah. That's clout. Yeah. And them niggas is gonna get weeded out. And the majority of the niggas that he's reviewing is gonna be weeded out. That but that's what I think that's what the industry is, though. The majority is not gonna make it. The minority is. Like that's just what it is. Yeah, the minority is gonna make it. So, I would, Wait. So I don't it's not that I don't it's not that I don't take I take the criticism for whatever it is. It's 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 all just about up in the chair. Yeah, y'all talking. What you want me to do? You mad at the way I'm sitting? You don't like my seat? All right. So I want to sit here. No, I take I take the criticism for what it is. I take whatever whatever advice I get. But truth is we don't like the same music sometimes. Yeah, that's true. We come in here all the time with improvise. It's music that I like that you don't like. And this yeah. is this is music that we are presenting that we present to yes. to it. Like this is music that I listen to. Yeah. Mm. And y'all, you and Ivan might trash it, or I might trash what you do. I might trash what Ivan. That's just what it is. Yeah. Some music I like, some music I don't. Yeah. That's just what it is. I critique what I feel needs to be critiqued and what what don't. It's just simple as that. When you when you basically telling me, well, tell these niggas. I'm not gonna tell these niggas what you would want to tell them. Cause that's that's what that's what you saying. You saying it like, if you don't like that shit, see, tell them niggas don't rap see, no more. See, that's I what, don't feel like that's that. That's what I don't like. That's what I don't like. Cause we've never had this. Con- what he just said, we ain't never had this off the mic. 
ever. Everything I've ever gave to you is to try to help Code 7. Everything I've said off the mic. On the mic, again, you need to separate between. This is all. You, you got to separate. You have to set Off the mic, this ain't never happened. I ain't never trashed this nigga that you, that, you, that you brought on there. I ain't never told you what you should do. Off the mic, what we I have said, had that conversation. What I said off the mic, we have not had that conversation. Yes, we have. Right in my house. About what you need to be doing. Yes. I remember vividly skip skinny. I got an idea for you, man. First it was be- before Cole on 7. The mic, on the mic, I'm speaking as a fucking consumer. I have that right. Just because I'm your nigga does not mean I can't tell you as a consumer. I'm not that saying that. You we, we talking about we talking about off the mic type shit. Why is it that you just said on improvise we can trash music, but when it comes to your platform, it's defensive? It's not being defensive. If I like the music, I like the music. If I don't, I don't. I just had a little kid to talk about murdering his mom. I thought the beating shit was dope. That's cute. I didn't like the song. And I said that. Oh, because he's a little kid. No. He's, <laughs> <laughs> it's not that he was a little kid. Why I, you just Fox News him? <laughs> I've said, but I, I've said this about There's like. a lot of niggas that need same, that advice. That same, as, same as Dulomite just said. The. the uh, Everybody on his song. I thought both of their verses was trash. I thought Dula might have the dope of verse. Yeah. I've said that. I say I say what I feel about the music, regardless to what anybody else feels. I say what I feel about the music yeah. at the time. Sometimes I go back, I'll be like, uh. You know what I'm saying? But then sometimes in the moment, this is what I feel about the song. Yeah. If I hear a cool bar, I'm gonna point the bar out. That's just what it is. We ain't arguing that. Right. But what what's so hap- that's just what, what it has is. happened though is is that Niggas out here are so sensitive when they send this shit to him is that when he gave an honest review, the nigga hit him and was like, hey, man, take that down because, you know, I got something coming out and I'll send you something that's better. Well, first off, nigga, you sent your first round draft pick. That didn't do good. So I don't need the seventh round pick. Mm. They want to use Skinny to see if Skinny say some good shit, they can use it to promote their shit. The problem is, is that... Talk but the problem, but you're not getting the rest. You you only want to hear what you want to hear. You taking a percentage of what what he's saying. We is not, we, you're not going to give us a seven hour breakdown we, of y'all conversation. We don't need to. But when what we he's had saying, this, we've already said. When we had this conversation, mm-hmm. what did I tell you when I took it down? No way I'm putting no more no of his one, music no on. One, but yeah. There's no way I'm even going to listen to it yeah. over his music. He ruined that. That's over with. But these niggas. Well, what's wrong with not, that? But I mean, these niggas, their thoughts was, and this is why I told him this. I said, when I watched the, the top 10 albums, yeah. I said, my nigga. When you listen to this album, name the songs that you like. And he was like, man, I got to look at it. Hold on. I said, no, 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 no. You should already know the titles. Mm-hmm. That means that you fuck with the album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I said, do you like three or four singles? He's like, yeah. I said, what about the rest of the album? He said, no, I didn't like it. I said, that's not an album. That means that you like the singles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, an oh, album is going to give you, if you rate an album, to me a dope album is going to be a 7 and up. If you ain't giving somebody album at least a 7 out of 10, yeah. that means they shit was just okay. Mm-hmm. He was like, damn, you right. I said, when you critique these motherfuckers, don't just tell them the good. I said, but there is some shit that got to be thrown in there to yeah. let them know what you expect yeah. going forward as a person. You're sending me your shit? Yeah. You want to try to use me for promo? Yeah. Well, I'm going to give you the good. I'm gonna critique you, yeah. and I hope the next one you kind of took in what the critiques was. And, and so you got Spit a P who who listened to him, and don't mm-hmm. base it off the last album, right? And, and Spit a P got better. That was another thing yeah. that I that I did. I looked at it like this album. I didn't like this album at all. Yeah. This album was better, right? So then I had to start doing stuff like that. 
But, but I don't want you to put your motives on the mic. Please don't do I that. Think, but I think both of y'all have valid points, your though. motives, like what goes into your process. Don't say that. Hold no, on. I'm, that's just not my motives. I, oh, okay. I, hey, I, I'm hold saying... Hold on, Sexy boys want to say something. Here you go. <laughs> 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 no, I think, I think both of them make valid points, though. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Skinny, does, Skinny does like a lot of stuff that we be like, uh. So he, I, I can't say he's not giving his honest opinion yeah. on what the yeah, music that, is. Yeah, that was never my... I've never tried to argue that. But, but at, at some point... You do need to not be their friend. Like if you if you're going to send me your music, make sure it's it's, it's worthy of this platform because I'm going to give you my honest opinion. If it sucks, you have to live with that. Like give give put make sure you put your best foot forward when you. We had a conversation earlier. Yeah, niggas need to put their best foot forward when you send me this shit. Or this is what I don't think you should do. And I I do that. I don't think you should do this going forward. And this is my honest opinion. I don't think you have to review every joint that come in. I've, I've heard you say, yeah, we did eight reviews a day. From watching your show, it gets overwhelming. Some of them didn't deserve that review. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. It's got to be like a, hey, nigga, everybody didn't make the varsity team. Some niggas had to play JV as a junior. But when you, mm. so, right. my, my only Even thing. Even as with, a consumer, when them motherfuckers be like. My only thing with that God. is, I'm, I'm <laughs> legit watching this when I first see it. Like, I'm legit, like, this is my first time seeing it. So it's just getting you getting my first reaction. No, that's fine. So right? I'm picking it as soon as I see it. That's Boom. fine. And that's that means you got to edit it and put it out. True. But now what I've, what I've done before, that's why I stopped doing that, is it'll be stuff that I didn't like or something like that, and I, and I don't put it out. And then it never came out. So now, oh, you love everything you listen to. So but now, okay, fuck it. Your, I'm dropping you everything just, you now. You just purposely yeah. did that to yourself, though. I didn't purposely do that. Because you just said if you don't like it, you don't put you didn't put it out. No, at, at, when I when I first started, it was some stuff. Where if I was like completely trashing it, yeah. If I was completely trashing it, I was just like, uh, see, and I think, and again, the the trash word, I, I'm mad at myself because I started this from like day three, episode <laughs> three, when I brought this word up, right, <laughs> and I kept saying it. Now everything is fucking trash, yeah. right? It is very, very, very possible for you to like 43% of a song. Yeah. We've done it plenty of times in here. Yes. Where the song is just, we just like, and then something at the end, like maybe you hear some horns, maybe you hear something at the end, maybe the hook is dope, but the... The verses, the are verses trash. is trash. Yes, right. something in the something in the song you could like, but again, as humans, we ain't wired that way either. So, case in point, we just did the, the Jay Z and Nip joint, right? Mm-hmm. We didn't even trash the whole song. We didn't. We didn't even trash the whole the whole verse. We Which did. verse didn't you like? Jay-Z. I didn't like the I didn't like the first half of his verse. Oh, who? Jay-Z. Oh, you bugging. Well, I mean, the white supremacist and all that. Hey, nah, come on, you bugging. <laughs> when, when he was going off on the freestyle shit, I don't like when he does that. But like, the second like the, the second half of the verse is when he really started to ride the beat, and it sounded like a whole verse that I'm used to. But that's because you're a hip-hop head. I like the whole verse, especially compared to what's out right now. That yeah. verse was perfect. Yeah. So <laughs> we didn't even so we didn't even trash the whole – we didn't even trash – we liked – and I'm not gonna say we. I'm talking to myself. I'm talking about myself. I liked the last half of, of the it. song. Do you still listen to it? I've not went back to it. Mm. But at the time, I liked eighty percent of the song. I only like. I didn't like the first half of whole verse. Now you go to our comments. Mm-hmm. You would think we trashed the whole, the whole song. song. Yeah. Yes. People not wired that way. 
So even when you say you like something, or I like this part, or I like this part, it's still trash. Mm. People hear what they want to hear. But the the fact is, you plan yourself if you think you can please everybody. And we don't understand how much freedom it is in just being you. Nigga, this is my platform. You bringing this shit to me at Mm -hmm. your discretion. Thanks. It is what it is. I think uh, the problem with a lot of uh, Vegas artists is they they had never been in a professional setting. Uh, it's, it's like the way I the way I can explain it is like playing ball at every street court, you know, and being good at that, but then getting put in a situation where the regulations matter, where you got a coach that can yank you out that game. You understand know I me? Mean? When you at at the home studios with the bitches and the homies and all of that, it don't mean nothing. You can't even see that correlation of time to money. As soon as you step in that, that, that real studio where all of that fucking off still costing you money, your pockets better be deep. Not only that, having a motherfucking uh, uh, a professional engineer recording you mm-hmm. where you can spit something that you think is perfectly through and then a motherfucker tell you that ain't it, do it again. It take a motherfucker to deal with that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's that kind of shit that's going to go out that's going to be pleasing to skinny ears, Spence ears, Ivan ears, Dula ears. You see what I'm saying? Because you have a set of ears that ain't your homie, ain't your yes man, that heard it, you know what I'm saying, and just wanted to hear it a different yeah. way. You that, see what I'm saying? The second part of what you said, I feel, is the biggest problem. Like, niggas, yeah. make, niggas make music for their homeboys. Yeah. Everybody ain't your homeboy. So yeah. this, this might be cool to the niggas in your set, Yeah. but we ain't all. But see, the thing about it is, away from, you know what, I'm what you don't get, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> you don't lose anything. Because even if you go to that professional setting and an engineer tell you to do that shit again, your homeboys still like it because they still your homeboys. And here's the thing that they don't realize the most. <laughs> the music don't even matter no more. Mm. Facts. Don't even matter no more. Mm-hmm. You can have a full body of motherfucking work. They still going to be like, how many followers you got on this? Yeah. They mm. going to look at the package. Yeah. Like even myself, I was like, shit, I need to get in the gym. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like even when motherfuckers shit, do. Shit, how the baby out here built like me. Yeah, but Sada Baby just happened to meet the right people. I think he's a god awful. Not awful, yeah, god awful. But you know what what, but, what what Sada Baby has that a lot of artists don't? Money. No. Media Sada Baby. It's getting him far. My Sada Baby is spicy as fuck. Yeah, but he was only able mm. to get spicy because sometimes that street money gets you to where you need to be. Mm. Like for me, me being just a Joe Schmo nine to five nigga. Like for example, uh y'all know Wayno from Everyday Struggle? Yeah. Yeah. He did a uh, he did a live. This was like two months ago. He did a live. I was at work, taking calls at home, but I was watching his live because it got slow. I actually went into his live because he was listening to people to put on his playlist. So I'm sitting there, do rag, headset on, and I go on his live, and he was like, "Hey, how you doing, brother?" I said, "Hey, how you doing?" He's like, "What's your name?" I said, "Dulamite." He said, "Dulamite, <laughs> judge, right there." He's like, "Where you from?" I said, "Vegas." Oh, Vegas. I said, yeah, I'm at work right now. I said, I ain't going to sit here and take your time. I said, this is my new single. I said, check it out. It's dope. He already was judgmental. He looked at the package. He already saw a headset and I'm at work. He didn't say, oh, this nigga's at work. He's like, yo, this nigga's at work? Yeah. (laughs) That's stupid. To me, it's stupid. Yeah. But the way the industry look at it, look who run the urban departments and stuff. Yeah. People that so, don't look like us. They don't look like us, one. Yeah. And two, if you coming in buying your deal, yeah. 
Why are they gonna look for the talent when there's niggas paying for their deals? Yeah. See, all of this, all of this is a part. And then of when he heard me, he sung a different song. That's crazy. All of this is fuck. a part of artist development, which is gone. It's only mm. everybody two wants labels to. Everybody do. wants to be the finished product, and mm -hmm. everybody wants to see the finished product. Mm. No one wants the in between. And then what niggas don't realize too is that a lot of these people that they love just with them one songs, they sign single deals. Mm. Y'all seen that show signed on VH1? Mm. Mm -hmm. It was when Rick Ross, Dream, and Lenny S had like 20 people come out to, I think it was Miami, and they was like, at the end of it, they was going to sign people to their labels. These niggas are thinking they're getting artist deals. Mm -hmm. They dropped like eight of them. Now, Ross, he only wanted to sign this girl Just Britney because he wanted to fuck. Yeah. It's a, it's a scene on there that shows it where Just Britney sampled his one of his Aston Martin shit. And he was over there like, ooh, shit, it was trash. But he over there, he want to <laughs> fuck so bad, Ross doing this. Other chick, dark-skinned chick, she started singing on the song. She was killing the song. Ross said, turn that off. Yo, mama, you know, you got to pick better songs to perform to, you know what I'm saying? Then it was a fat chick, used an Aaliyah sample, gave her the business. You can't be using samples. I was like, what well, did the redhead bitch just yeah. use the sample? He was looking at the package. Mm -hmm. He didn't care what the music sounded like. Mm. But then at the end of the fucking show, what do you think they all got offered? A single deal. Mm. We would promote this single yeah. if we feel fit to put the money behind it. Then maybe you can earn a deal. So people be having these little false thoughts about what the industry is. Yeah, I'm going to hit this lick and I'm going to get this. No. Yeah. Mm. They want to talk to a nigga like me. They want to talk to a nigga like Jazz Laser. They want to talk to a nigga like Landlord. Because we may be independent, but we rub shoulders with the right people. Yeah. So we still around. Yeah. Ten mm. years from now, I'll still be around. Because mm. I can still say I have these relationships with these people. Music don't mean that you rich. It yeah. don't mean that you hitting the lick. And yeah. they doing it for the wrong reasons. These chains, mm. these rings, these cars, they rent it. Why do you think they can change their chains so much? Yeah. The nigga that getting the money from the chains is a little Asian dude with the mm. teeth. Mm. That's why, man, when, you know what I mean, you know, with us and, and we listen to so much music, especially myself, man, and you listen to music that, and and I try, I really try not to be, I didn't came in here with some young nigga music a few times. Yeah. I try not to, I try my hardest not to be uh, the old nigga, right? But when you listen to music from the 60s, 70s, the 80s, the 90s, you know, 2000s, yeah, somewhere in the 2010s, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Music used to give you a feeling. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Music used to give you a feeling. You felt something when this came on. Yeah. yeah. You, we just, you don't get that no more. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that there's not a, a space for uh, all these TikTok-ass songs and, and, and uh, you know, the, the songs that, that, that we've been hearing. Uh, I think hip-hop has a bunch of subgenres. Yeah. It did before. I, but when I speak on it, doesn't. But It's about 12 subgenres now, but it didn't before. It's 12 of them bitches now. We got to evolve. There's emo rap, there's southern rap, there's classical yeah. hip hop, there's this, there's that. But I hate that shit. 
rarely does it give you the no matter what it is, rarely does music when you put something on it gives you the feeling. Yeah, that's why that it used to. That's why Pac has never left my top five. Motherfuckers could say Pac ain't as lyrical as anybody. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. fine. Nobody has ever made me feel the way Pac that made me feel with certain tracks. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Facts. And uh, and that is what Spence was saying. You know, that's that's what's missing. But, but that's the thing too, though. Is like people like Joyner Lucas, Corday, J Cole, Schoolboy Q, Kendrick. Why they can stay around so long is mm-hmm. because they will always be able to give you substance. Yeah, I hope Corday does something different because he's getting ready to phase himself out too. I I believe that at, out of all the young ones, I believe that he can have. Have song. you heard his last couple songs? Yeah, I heard them. Who he sound like? He sound like. Well, who he sound like? <laughs> who he sound like? He don't sound like Corday. That's J Cole one hundred percent. I know that he don't sound like Corday at all. But I can respect that too, though. That I, at least he's at least he listens and yeah. and trying to do it. Like even Vic Mensa has recently gone back to being Vic Mensa. Mm. He tried to rock shit. He was trying to do the shit that the labels would want him to do. Yeah. But then lately he's gone back to Vic Mensa, who can actually rap. Yeah. Like. Two more, Uzi and niggas for niggas think Uzi now that Uzi did grow, but the Uzi before mainstream could rap his ass off. Could rap his fucking designer, ass off. Designer could rap his ass off. Here's the problem though: somebody like Uzi, who's hot now, would not be hot three to five years from Shit, now I to me. Uzi, I think Uzi here to stay, man. Want to know why I don't think so? Because when the Migos, it's life. We grow. The Migos. Got in relationships, got sponsorships, got rich. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff you used to rap about. So when they tried to come back, it wasn't as big as the other songs. Mm-hmm. The Migos are now, they don't realize it, but they're a legacy act now. Mm-hmm. You think so? Damn, and they early. Yeah. And they early, early 30? still? Late uh, 20s? The they, Migos ain't 30 yet? They like okay. late 20s. Well, here's the thing. They, if, if the Migos say we gonna draw what is it Culture Three? Yeah, that's coming. And let's say that single just. I think the Migos were just overshadowed by a way bigger phenomenon that no one seen coming on their label. What little baby? Party? Little baby. But well, hold on, here's the thing with little baby. He gonna it's gonna the same thing gonna happen to him. Mm. Endorsements, getting mad rich, need to take a break. You're running out of material. Music changes every two years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now there's a bunch of Migos now. Everybody rap like the Migos. Yeah. Well, now you got, we got the Pop Smoke era. But still, even era. with the Migos, though, everybody was taking their shit, yeah. and they was the young niggas. Now the people that they was calling old, them young niggas is going to call them the old niggas. Mm-hmm. So the Migos, I think, in this time need to figure out a new style. But if they don't, Nothing wrong with being a legacy act. You're going to always get money. You're always going to go platinum or gold. You're always going to have this, this, and that. But they're going to realize that it's just like when Nicki comes out with an album. Nicki needs to realize there are more females now. You come out, you're still going to go platinum. It is what it is. You don't need to shine like everybody else because you're always going to have your hardcore fans. That's the kind of career I want, though. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to be the nigga that fall off after that. You get the one album. Yeah. The, I always say, but I think Uzi is finna be a legacy act. I, I always say when it comes to that, I would much if I had to pick the career I wanted to have. Mm-hmm. I would, I would take Currency's career so fast. I take Hope. You know why? 
Yeah. I'm gonna tell you why I take Hove. The kids don't fuck with Hove. Not exactly, but I don't think it's the kids don't matter. And see, that's what? What, hold on, that's what goes into my conversation. You said there's subgenres, right? But the kids don't matter. Hold on, hold on. You the said kids it. are making it breaking you. Hold right on, now. hold on. No, no, they're not they, ain't, they can't do nothing to hold. No, no. no. Hold. married to Beyonce. That's not even to regular niggas because there's no. so many subgenres, right? So somebody like Jordan Lucas, he's not making songs for 15 to 16 year old kids. No. Yeah. His videos and all that is adult contemporary. Mm-hmm. So there is an adult contemporary section. Cool. Hove is 50-something years old, and his pen is sharp. Mm-hmm. Ask KRS-One to get on that song. No. It's not going to sound good. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> KRS-One ain't going to sound good on that song yeah. with Nipsey. It ain't to me people that's his age. Even Eminem. Sometimes Eminem got to realize you what legacy act. You don't have to do a song with Young M.A. and all that shit. Just be Eminem. I feel that way, too. I feel like, you know, you capture your fans and your fans grow with you. So just like Big Daddy Kane and all that don't Mm -hmm. mean shit to me because that was before my time. Mm -hmm. It might mean something to my parents. You know what I'm saying? My kids going to have Hove, Nas, all of that shit. Say they top five. My kids going to look at me like I'm crazy. My entire top five. Yeah. Like they're crazy, you know what I'm saying? So think about it. Bow I, I, Wow is old to people now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bow Wow old though. Bow Wow's a year older than me. Oh. But you old. I'm 32, nigga. Got me fucked up. <laughs> but just think about that though. But even when they p- try to put age on it, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. the people that stay around the longest are older. Yeah. Hmm. Ross is still making dope albums. So you don't think you you don't think people can. Uh, age out of hip hop it's starting not to before yes now because like the brains of Jada Kiss and even when we went to the west coast and hear how older west even uh who surprised me MC8 when he did the song with Dave East he surprised the shit out of me yeah. mm. niggas pens are a little bit sharper now niggas from the 80s <laughs> the way they used to rap we don't rap like this yeah you know what i mean yeah. also too like but now. it's it's funny you say that though because even though we don't hear that on our radio you still got motherfuckers like chico bean be able to go on wilding out use that style and be known for it every time he gets on a wild style but people do that now even from fashion to yeah. anything you can think of they just go backwards yeah and Shit, even you bringing up eight shit. Spence had brought eight in this motherfucker before a new eight song. Yeah, y'all. Because my point is, is too, is that rock and roll. Aerosmith is like a thousand years old, and they still can, and they still can fill up a stadium. Hip hop is becoming a new rock. Only reason I've been able to do what I can do is because when motherfuckers was using that age shit, the early two thousand tens, that shit was working. They was calling niggas that was twenty five old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now though, niggas, when lyric, the fucking quarantine was the best thing to happen to hip hop. I I think it's the best and the worst. I think it's the best. Wanna know why? I don't think it's gonna fall off. It allowed me and even consumers to see who's real, mm. who's fake, yeah, and yeah. who can really make music. Well, no, from from an artist standpoint, I think that was the worst point. Mm. From best part of the the quarantine is that you really got to see. Who was out here just dropping just because? Mm-hmm. And who wasn't? Who need the clubs? Who need all that shit? Now that the when the quarantine hit, you ain't seen many drop like that. You ain't heard no Migo track. You ain't Not heard like that. You ain't mm. heard many drop like that. 
I think from the from the uh, what I think M dropped the B sides and and King's Disease was the only ones that from from big top top tier artists or whatever that dropped. But think about this: Freddie Gibbs was able to shine. Alchemist Productions was able to shine. Jim Jones. Mm-hmm. People don't even realize he's the best in Dipset now. That's crazy to mm. think he was the one that couldn't rap. Couldn't rap for shit, and now mm. Jim Jones get busy. But it just allow people to actually like, well, you actually got to listen to music. Yeah. You got to sit in there. Little baby grew. Little Facts. baby is making conscious music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I never said the bad power of Black lives matter. It matters. I said, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. But it's making. You know what I mean? Ain't nobody's doing. Ain't nobody doing nothing. The world has stopped. So now when you do drop something, now we sit down with it. Now we can decipher it. But now they've officially made it a subgenre. Hip-hop is officially now has subgenres because of the quarantine. When the clubs come back popping and all that shit, even Snitch Nine's little songs will get played in the club. People will pop their ass to it. It's cool. But when you in the house, if you're going driving, if you're doing this, if you're doing that, you're going to listen to different people. Mm-hmm. Before it was that people just had that small circle of people that they listened to, and that was it. Yeah, I so think the, Six Nine is gonna he, now he just gonna take control of his trolling. Mm-hmm. He's gonna take control of it because his album flopped. So now it's like, yeah. I, mm-hmm. but I know when I drop something on YouTube, I'm gonna get 20 million views. So I'm just gonna take advantage of this. Like this, is how I'm gonna get my bread. And these mm-hmm. dummies gonna fall for the bait, just like they did Every yesterday. Time. He just did. Mm-hmm. He just did 20 million views on a song in 24 hours. And all them dummies Jeez. fell for the bait. Let me uh, before we get into uh, this this next half, Ivan, mean, you wanna? Uh, well, I haven't got a commercial. You ready for the devotion? <laughs> <laughs> About to have devotion real quick. Got to pass the collection plate, baby. I got something for y'all. <laughs> Boy, you down there? Rip them jeans, pulling that uh that. <laughs> I strike. I strike one. J-Lo, original. All my love is all I have. And my dreams are very special. All my life I look for you. And today my dreams can come true. You need me and I need you. Love and us is very special. Bobby Brown mouth? Who? I, <laughs> I, I ain't never did no cocaine. Yeah, no, so. you just said. Yeah. I saw oh, that nigga. I, when I seen, I did do that. That's probably his first. That's his first joint in the, from in a long time. Nah, you bugging. So Ant just had to bounce because his uh, jeans needed a breather. <laughs> so what is what is the criteria for good music? I don't know. You know what? Everybody is there one. That's subjective. There's no, there's, yeah, it's like everybody has their shit that they like and all that yeah. type of shit. I, I what know is yours? mine, substance. But then, then again, too, it's like, like if I'm getting ready to go hang out with the homies, what am I gonna listen to? Like even old school has this. It's times like 
if you feel like cleaning up the house, listening to old school music is the shit. Or if somebody pissed you off, what are you listening to if somebody pissed you off? It's yeah. just, it kind of just depends on the mood that I'm in. But it always ends up with substance. There's club songs that have substance. Yeah. So if it has some type of substance, I'm cool. I'm going to listen to it and shit. So I'm willing to give something to listen once. One time. But the shit that is on repeat is the shit that has a lot of substance to it. Yeah. So. That's where I'm at with it. I, depends on where I'm at, man. You know, I always say I, I have four. Um, I'll sit down with something four times. Mm-hmm. Right? Unless it's just terrible. Yeah. But I'll sit down with something with four times. Because we sit, every place you're in, you're going to get a different opinion of it. Mm-hmm. So I'll listen to something when I'm sitting down, when I'm still. I'm not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Right? I sit down when I'm still. <laughs> I'll listen when I'm still. I'll listen when I'm at work, I'll listen at the gym, mm-hmm. and I'll listen while I'm driving. Facts. And then I'll get my full opinion of something. Then, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the shit that we do is first listen, mm-hmm. is first listen. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the times I ain't, you know what I'm saying, I'm just not, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. and. I'm not gonna make myself feel bad because I love music so much yeah. that I'm not going to um, allow my ears to take in too much trash. Yeah. But I listen to everything, like you said, one time. Especially like even with Vegas artists. That's why I can tell people about certain people. Like if I could sit here and say that it was a whole bunch of Vegas artists that gave me like full projects that I liked, it's not a lot. But if we say, like, people that made really good songs and stuff, and I, when I saw a video, I was impressed and all that stuff. Yeah. We asked, we asked, this, question last, we asked this question last week, and I'm going to ask you. I'm not talking rapping. I'm not talking rapping. Mm-hmm. Can you name five artists that can make music? Like new, new school or old school? Just in the city. Oh, in the city? Who can make that can music? Make music. I think I can name five. Talk to me. Can I put myself in that nope. list? I can't use myself? Nope. <laughs> Cold feet. Um, Jazz Laser can make Not music. Not mainstream. What we, what we talking about? Grassroots. Yeah, Jazz Laser. Jazz Laser got a name for himself. Yeah, but he's... Grassroot. He's grassroot. That nigga was an I'm A-hat. talking about like right now. Wouldn't Jazz Laser be considered grassroots? Jazz Laser is, he's gone. He's big time already. He's not. He's not big time? I ain't never heard nothing on the radio for him. Nah, he got shit on the radio. Jazz Laser is big time. That nigga wrote for Bieber. I'm saying as Jazz Laser. Jazz Laser is big time, bro. Yeah, yeah, I I can see it. Yeah, Jazz. Yeah, Jazz. Jazz is big time. Jazz has a Wikipedia. Um, As as an artist? Like like he has a song that's in a rotation. As Jazz Laser. Not as a not as a writer he for Bieber. Ha- he, he has. Even that song he did with Tiger. And the song he did with YG. That shit hit Billboard, I think. Okay. We'll take him out then. Yeah, and I think he did a song with Chris Brown and French Montana, and that shit hit Billboard too. Yeah, Jazz got Jazz yeah, is big yeah you're right. Jazz that's Jazz true. on private jazz. When I that's saw true. that, I was like, yo, take that's out one. jazz. Take out jazz. Take out Euros. Take out you. Take out Landlord. And Dizzy. And Dizzy. 
Um, that I think can make music. I would put D Cross in there. I believe in D Cross. Okay. Um Let me really go through my mental of people in my head. Why you doing that? I I think I've heard a few I just think D Cross I think if you did two cross songs. I think he needs to work on his range. Two? I think the two <laughs> cross the two cross songs I heard was uh Okay, he's a he's a, he's a solid rapper. D-Cross but the songs has, that I've heard, I just I think he has a lot of potential. He had, definitely has a markability. Yeah, I think he needs to work on his range, but he's he, he he's marketable like yeah. a motherfucker. But um, he has the range to be able to be a star to me. Okay, I would if I had a label, I would sign him okay. and develop him and be like, yo, this nigga could be a star. Cross. Uh, cross um, Yo, the little young young chick, Goddess, I'm, you got me on her. Goddess has a lot of potential. That's the one you said don't be taking it serious? If she took it serious. She can rap or she can make music? She can make music. Okay. I could tell she can make some fucking music. She's has a lot of um, – the little kid Brody. Um, I don't think I've ever heard of him. He's 14, and, but he's rapping better than niggas that's grown. Mm. That's the one you were telling about? Yeah. Uh, two C's. I think two C's and marketable. He switched the style up for the ladies. Little chocolate nigga. So he he better. Shit. Shit. I saw the nigga. I wanted to pull his hair. I was like, shit. <laughs> Fish. <laughs> <laughs> Looking ass. Nah, man. He's uh he's definitely marketable. And okay. um if I had a fifth, that's kind of hard because it's a few in my head. I can't put Yada on there because Yada's with Maybach. Yeah, that's cheating. That's cheating. Um, Ty Herbo. He's grown on me. Like, at first, I even told Skinny, I said, he That's the one with the Jimmy Neutron, right? Yeah, he got a big-ass head. But that little nigga, he got a big head for a reason. Got a lot of thoughts. That nigga, (laughs) he be coming up with some shit. (laughs) That nigga be coming up with some shit. The show got that that Beetlejuice. Yeah, that little nigga, Ty Herbo, has a lot of potential. And I... And I heard some of the songs that he made for the ladies and all that shit. It's just, it's the same thing what I tell everybody. It's like, it's a lot of talent out here. Niggas got to stay out of trouble. That's a fact, too. It's a nigga from my neighborhood. I'm going to say his name, too. Floyd. Floyd of blood. Say your blood. Whatever. Grew up with the nigga. Nigga left a comment on my first video I ever shot for myself. And and I shot it on 28th Street before they had tore down the the projects and everything. It's a library now. And that almost makes me... Sad, and then on the other side where the store was at, now those are like some apartment houses. Well, half of them is gentrified, then the other half is tent city because, like, even the other side where the other projects was, now it's just homeless people living in tents. And then it's a halfway house across the street from Elmwood. So, um, I tell everybody, and I said it even with Skinny when I met I said, I ain't no gangster. I'm far from a gangster. I never yeah. said I was a gangster. You ain't never seen me throwing no signs in no videos, none of that shit. I'm just me. Right. This nigga left a comment on my shit and said, you ain't hood, bitch. This shit. He sounded like an old nigga that was probably locked wow. up. You suck, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> No, the nigga, nigga put this. Cool I swear to God, cool like I'm not, I'm not even like trying to make the nigga look bad. He made himself look bad. That nigga said, day. he said this nigga whack. That's so what he said. He said whack. This nigga whack. <laughs> you ain't never did shit. 
You ain't from the hood, yeah. bitch. This is in the comment. I ain't never see Dula busting guns. You fucking right I didn't. What's your point? When niggas have that mentality, oh, man, I, me and the homies, I got to get the homies on. How about you get your cell phone? Yeah. And you create it to where the homies is not just tagging along. They turn it into businessmen. Yeah. But that's what I say is missing, the business part. You want to get on, but you think it's just so much money with the music industry. Uh, I think a lot of people won't. A lot of people want success, but not, but but are not willing to do the work to get there. Right, and they just see what they see on YouTube and yeah. TV, and it's like, nigga, that is not how the life is. Yeah, I've seen these niggas in person. You would be surprised how broke these niggas look. Man, I seen it for myself. I seen a nigga rapping about, yeah, I got a Yukon with, with butter. I'm like, nigga, you got to ride here. I, I watched you pull up in somebody's passenger seat. You don't, man. That's not real. I met Spanky Hayes, and that nigga is hilarious. That nigga interviewed me, and after the interview, he said, "Hey, uh, you got that twenty? Because they said you was gonna give me gas money." I said, "Yo, what's going on?" <laughs> <laughs> and I ain't putting the nigga on blast because now yeah. he back to getting money. He back on wild and out. That's when wild and out have stopped yeah, going. Back on there? Yeah, they yeah they they doing they bringing them back. They gave Nick his show back, so they putting them back on there. Yeah, I didn't know but at that said. time, it was rough. It was like, yeah, Spanky's doing he was doing bad for a second. Yeah, he was doing a little bad. So, yeah, and people was like, oh, that's Spanky Hayes, and I'm like, nah, that's Spanky, nigga. Like, you know what I mean? It's like that's what life is. Step over, Sammy. Don't do that. Don't do that. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just a <laughs> it's just Sammy, Sammy performing places where you know yeah, they don't, Sammy like all, Sammy they don't realize like all white parties, man. That's no, that's Sammy class. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Like, he was just using like Spanky Hayes from Wild and Out, putting on the showcase. Yeah, that was ten years ago. And that's and that's rough, man. This industry is rough, nigga. You see these loving hip hop niggas using the COVID shit to get the loans and. Motherfuckers Wait, are, what? You didn't hear about that either? No. Home, home. Yep. And then one nigga did it for fraud for his business, had got like, what was it, like $3 million or something? And used like, he pays like his uh, child support, <laughs> paid off his child support with the shit. Now he facing teen. This nigga, Blue, Baby Blue from Pretty Ricky. Mm. Got caught up in that shit. I'm glad you clarified because I was about to say, wait, what? Baby Blue. Now he facing fair time and all that type of shit. Yeah. So people be thinking that this shit is sweet and you got to be a superstar to take advice from somebody. Nigga, the people that you want to take advice from is the nigga that's just normal. When you, uh, what, what is the, uh, the best advice you've, you've received? And what do you, what advice do you have, uh, to those up and coming in your field? I said this one before. The best one I received is the decisions you make determine your destiny. A five-second decision can change your whole life. Mm. Mm. That goes from ego to even some street shit. Decision you make can change everything. And not just your destiny, a whole bunch of other people's destiny. There's a cause and effect for everything. That's a fact. The one that I always tell people, and it's... Practice makes you perfect. Perfect practice makes you perfect. What that means to me is that when you want to do something, perfect your craft. It's a fact. You perfect your craft, you have a career. Too many people want to do this rap shit and don't know. Nigga, sometimes you got to study the legends. 
Don't mean you have to rap like them. Yeah. But respect the game that mm-hmm. you're trying to get into. You don't see no doctor. So I'm like, yeah, man, I got my degree from YMCA. Yeah. They went to motherfucking University of this for this many years. Yeah. And then went to medical school here. It's just. That's why, you know, uh, <laughs> this nigga right here be like, man, you sat through and you listened to that trash? <laughs> but I, t- I, you know what I mean. This mm. is to 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 me right. This is the easy part. Mm. You know, I'm trying to you know I'm gonna try to compare it to rap, right? Yeah. When we turn these on, this is the fun part. This is the fun part. Yeah. This is the fun part. It's when I'm at home and I'm sitting with it and I'm coming up with stupid ass shit to say. Or uh, topics, shit like that. Hmm, what's gonna get the people to argue with me today? Mm-hmm. Shit like that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because a lot of what we do is word of mouth and feedback, mm-hmm. right? So I sit at home. I give myself a couple hours every day with this. Yeah. What I'm gonna say? Little topics here and there. Who I want, you know what I mean? Who I want to bring on? Mm-hmm. What can I say that's gonna piss the people off? What angle can I come from? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I sit with this every day. Yeah. And then when I turn these mics on, I'm ready to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? And a lot of dudes that that I've seen and I've been around, um, not even the ones that I've uh, that I've seen with with Skinny, a lot of these rappers that show up, and it be the work begins and ends in the studio. Yeah, and then that's that's the fun part, though. That's the fun part. Like being in the it's studio. Supposed to be the that's part. supposed to be the fun that's part. And and they think what well, how it sounds is supposed yeah. to get them signed. Yeah. Hey, we had a great topic on our podcast. Why people ain't listening? Because after you record it, now you have to market it. That's a fact. That is a fact. Aside, aside yeah. from uh, uh, aside from Dula, with y'all, what y'all been doing? Like, would there be any? What's the best advice you guys have received, and the advice you would give to someone else trying? As far as this goes, just life in general. I think life in general. This your craft. Like the best, the best advice I ever received was. It's easier to be smart and play dumb than it is to be dumb and play smart. Facts. Um, with me, it came from doing this. It came from you. Uh, consistency. Be consistent. That's it. That was the best advice I got from the start of Music in the Seven, from anything. From I first sat down and even with this nigga, when he first heard one of our songs, I was rapping like, bro, you, got, you ain't consistent. That was the only thing that stuck with me. Oh, I got one more. That's what happened when you don't wear a condom, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what happened when you don't wear a condom. That's what happened when you don't wear no condom, nigga. Uh, what advice would you? What? What was the best advice you got? That I've got. He said what he got. I said. I said my best. That what you would give? You only gave one. 
Oh, that I would give? Mm. It's, it's, it's cliche. It's cliche as fuck, but life is 90% of what... Life is... 10% of what happens to you, but 90% of what you, how you react to it. So just, you know, even even going back to what he was saying about, you know, uh, life can change in the span of five seconds. Yeah. So, you know, things things are going to always happen to you. It's it's always, but life is about how you react to these yeah. things that happen to you. Um, so just, you know, be, make make good decisions. That's, that's the one thing I tell my son consistently. Yeah. Make good decisions today. Make good decisions today. You said you got one more dude? Oh, you missed it. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that went over your head. Uh, like let me see. Um, the best advice I ever got on a on the um, just on a life level. Keep on living. Mm. That's it. Keep on living. Um, as far as the craft that we do. Ooh, best advice I ever received. I think we all received it. You know what it was? Don't quit. Absolutely not. That ain't even an option. Well, people don't. People on the outside looking in, because this is this is art. It's entertainment. Yes, it is. I said one of the hardest things that God blessed me with was one of the hardest industries to be in. Is music. Yeah. Or even film and all that stuff. It's it's hard to get in it. Yeah. And it's a lot of people that are really truly talented to yeah. be the needle in the haystack is hard. Yeah. And you have those days. I'm sure Cindy had the days. You have them. I mean, I didn't have them. You want to quit? I used to. You get tired of that shit. A long time. Because the business part of it yeah, is well, rough. It's rough, man. Yeah. I think with me, yeah, it will be just. So keep going is a good one. The best. <sighs> The best advice I ever received would be, uh, don't take your content personal. That's good. Don't take it personal. Uh, that's the number one thing. Um, you know what I decide to say on here. Um, I always feel like uh, be, I'm I'm in a bubble. Right. I'm in a bubble. I don't be doing shit. I don't be going nowhere. I don't have no attachments. So every time I come in here and say something. It is my genuine opinion. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I am a conversation starter. Mm -hmm. So the way I say it will bring the conversation. But my opinion on it is 100% genuine, mm -hmm. right? Um, there has only been one time, and it was a learning lesson that it always stuck with me. There's only one time where I felt like I took my content too serious. Mm. And to me it turned out to be a supreme loss. Mm -hmm. But it only took one time for me yeah. to understand that. Yeah. And, you know, now, man, in, in, in bringing it, uh, you know, I feel like I feel like we're all on the tip, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, you know, bringing it full circle, man, just, you know, a couple of years ago, three years ago, started this from the bottom, Yeah. you know what I mean? And I was on YouTube the other day. I think it was yesterday, right? And um, I think it was on, it was on the Jay Z video. And this dude was like, "You know, I was wondering why you was being so hard on him, right? Mm -hmm. So it made me go all the way back 
to your Nas review, right? Mm -hmm. And that was almost a proud moment for me, is that I got a motherfucker that emotionally invested that would go all the way back to try to get a full picture of who I am. Yeah. Spence is turning into a little brand. Niggas is emotionally invested now. Into our, into debating. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's the shit that I start to look at and I'll be like. Another one that I got was pretty good was, and I haven't been doing it lately and yeah. I have now. Enjoy the moment. Man, that's it, man. Enjoy the moment. Be fucking authentic. And give it your all. This shit can feel like work. I've done so many podcasts yeah. that. I didn't. I would do interviews and just be so so serious about just trying to put mm -hmm. my brand out there. And I was like, damn, you know how I many people make music and don't even get to do this? Yeah. So for y'all to just be sitting here with me talking, y'all don't have to do that shit. Y'all could have had anybody in this motherfucker. Yeah. So for this moment, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I enjoy sitting on his couch. I enjoy it more than I did before. I think if anybody saw a difference in me from now and where I was 10 years mm -hmm. ago, is that. Mm -hmm. When I went to go perform, I was so serious and felt like I had to prove I was this and that. Yeah. That you forget that when you got people going like this with their hands up, nigga, you just had yeah. 80 yeah. to 200 people with their hands up. And you so serious about trying to be yeah. this nigga, you didn't even enjoy the moment. Yeah. So I enjoyed the moments. That makes sense. Way more. That's yeah. why it was easy to speak on the artists. Because I enjoy music. If they didn't like it, I didn't give a that's, fuck. That's, that's what it is. I was enjoying the moment. <laughs> so that's like, you know what I mean? Every week, enjoy man, it seems like every week I'm getting heat. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I enjoy that shit. Mm. But it's freedom and authenticity. You know what I'm saying? I don't and have... it means they watching. They're watching and they can't wait to debate. I got them wrapped around my motherfucking It's exactly hand. what you want <laughs> them to do. You know what I'm saying? I got them wrapped around my hand. That's when I know... All right. And when you got strangers doing it, not the motherfuckers that fuck with you, mm -hmm. but when you got strangers doing it, mm -hmm. that's when I know I'm moving the needle. I wouldn't even put stuff on my Instagram story at first. This is like five years ago. And when somebody was like, yo, I just listened to your thing. Yeah. Yeah, post that shit. If somebody from fucking overseas is like, yo, I listen to your podcast, and it's just one person, you know how I many people was on earth? Yeah. That nigga could been listening to somebody else. Man, that shit is you. We. He took two hours out his day to listen to y'all conversate. Yeah. And on, again, man. it goes back to my point. You take for granted how hard it is mm -hmm. to get somebody to press play on anything you doing. Mm -hmm. That is my motivation to come in here. And just act the ass. I'm mm -hmm. having fun. Yeah. Now I'm doing it and they wipe me in here. Mm -hmm. This is this is fun. Yeah. And then I can look back and then you notice, damn, I don't feel like that no more. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. You you start noticing things, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're more you're more complex than you you think you are. Yeah. Damn, I don't feel that way no more. Damn, that changed my mind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's those things you start to look back and then you be like, damn, I did grow a little bit. As you season, you grow. That is all it is. You're supposed to. I'm just, I'm just scared about the young niggas the way that they season it. Uh, they're under a lot of pressure. I wasn't, you know what I mean? You're just, this, I wasn't under that pressure. The 
Hold on, let me hold up the right thing. It ain't even drugs. It's that, this. That. Yeah. This is this is an obsession. Yeah. This is created greed. Yeah. Vanity. All of the above. This is yeah. the like this. All seven of the deadly sins and shit. Yeah. Absolutely. Dating is fucked up because of this. Rumors start because of this. Social media is a motherfucker. Social media is a motherfucker, man. So, I think I think if when it comes to when it comes to this, I think the best advice is, I got is probably the best advice I would give, which is focus on the people who actually support you and not those who yeah, don't. That's yeah. a fact. Because I got so many rumors about me, goddamn it, motherfucker told me, "Hey, you married?" I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> I had to look at my finger. I was like, "Yeah." See, really? I don't even, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? See, I, I you know, like I said, I, I'll, you know, when I sit down up in here, you know, most of the time we talk about. We'll talk about real nigga shit a lot, you know what I mean? But me, I always I operate in, in the world of opinions, mm-hmm. right? So I don't give a fuck if... I can't tell nobody what their experience was. You know what I mean? That's when I got jokes, you know? I joke a lot about, about pain. Mm-hmm. When it comes to pain and shit, that's when the jokes start flying. But I, I always operate in the world of opinion. I can't argue your experience. When we start talking about movies and... Music, oh, that's when the hot takes start flying, and then when you get when you gotta get into the real nigga shit, that's when you gotta sit at you gotta sit back and you gotta let niggas talk. And I don't get jaded by this social media shit anyway, cause eighty percent of these bitches don't look like they look on social media. <laughs> I get on that, I get on that bitch to laugh, man. I get on that bitch to laugh and living what they live in. Yeah, I don't bring my world to social media. I get on social media, escape from the world. I don't bring it to social media. Me I would I would fuck with a bitch that I saw post a day dinner on a paper plate before I would fuck with a bitch that's always showing restaurant food. Because at least the paper plate is being honest. Yeah. The restaurant bitch, she lying. Because one, you didn't pay for that shit. It's all cap. You ain't paying for that shit. So what the fuck you doing that's letting you be an ensenada? Yeah. One weekend and then, then you know, you notice that you, I'm really. Then you notice that Ensenada keep popping up. What do you know? I'm like, well, bitch, you, know you keep showing to, the same video okay. from three years you ago. You know how they get to Dubai? I don't trust these bitches. You know how they get to Dubai? <laughs> they go to Dubai to get. Oh yeah, flip, that's what I'm saying. Flip by them Saudis. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't, I'd flip at an S today. At the end of that, I don't fuck with a woman if she say this word, man. And this nigga want to do some square shit tonight. <laughs> I ain't fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm is square old, shit? Yeah, I'm a whole square. They call me a rectangle, then nigga. I'll be that. Oh, I don't even like the way they say square. Square. Yeah. Oh. See, I'm, I'm an old <laughs> okay, man. So I'm an old man to them conversations. Boy, when they I'll... say that shit, I'd be like, this bitch just posted on it. That's what I was reading when he was talking. Mm. It's this bitch online. White girl. Shit's funny. She said, be careful who you have a baby with. I had a baby with a square ass motherfucker. And now he's sweating me about the shit that I'm doing. I was like, poor guy. Yeah. Sorry for having sorry for having standards. She called her baby daddy a square. No, 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 no. What is she? White. White girl, that's a stripper. Mm. Mm. I said, Oh, so we know what she like, her mentality and all that shit is. So (laughs) mentalities (laughs) are they mentalities are so different now. Yeah. Like, I remember he asked me, I think it was either him or Tizzle, they was like, you know, do you help the young guys out? Fuck no, bro. I give advice. If they call me, I yeah. give them advice. But to sit in the studio with them and do all that stuff, yeah. I can't do I, it. Um, I did get some. 
I did get some uh, some some youngsters up under me, man. Sometimes you need that blood. It just as long as they mean well, you know what I mean. It depends on their attitude. With 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 me, it's that's true. It's important that I never lose the ear uh, of the youth. Yeah. Um, just uh, from where I've come from and uh, what I've learned to experience, I always need that ear. Knuckleheads are the ones that I can't fuck with, and the knuckleheads always call me. Yeah, that's a different story. And when it's a knucklehead, it's like, why am I going to sit here and give you all this game and you not really going to use it? Yeah. Or you're just trying to use me to get something out of it. Yeah. Nah, I'm cool. Uh, Knucklehead. All right. Knuckleheads uh, can kiss my ass. Fellas, <laughs> y'all, um, y'all got anything uh, before we get about it? Yeah, I just wanted to make an uh, obituary for um, Ant's uh, short set he had on. <laughs> That nigga had on biker jeans. Hey, I wasn't tripping about the shorts. It was the it was the he lean. It was the lean in the Adidas. I don't know anybody else. Hey, he can wear those to Cowabunga Bay. He, he had Adidas lean. Adidas. Yeah, I mean them motherfuckers was. He I in the pool with them. Yeah, he did. He probably had the uh, the swim shorts with the draws in them too. With the fish net on yeah, his eye. I, I could tell. I could tell. Because when he got out the car and shit, he had smacked his chest and like he was drinking creatine. I was like, "What a nigga drink creatine and don't work out? What type of nigga is that?" I didn't like it. Like, he had a lunch. He had a lunch pail. I was that like, "What you got a lunch pail?" Wild boy. Wow. I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. Another thing too is um, I I gotta talk about Skinny real quick before we leave too. <laughs> so he came to my video shoot. I didn't realize you know Skinny had muscle. Like so yeah, what? Yeah, Skinny was trying to walk buff. Mm. I, so I was like Skinny, what up? He's like, what's up? And I was like, oh shit, calm down, blood. <laughs> <laughs> like the nigga, like he had baby oil on. Like he, you know, like you see the nigga veins. Mm. So it's like the niggas did like this. What's well, a video shoot? He put the baby oil on so you can see his tattoos clearly. And then he, you know, he show out with the dread. So the nigga <laughs> said like this. I didn't like when he did the head back and shit. So I had to tell you in person, I didn't like that shit. Because <laughs> I got these baby dreads and you sitting there with the adult ones. I don't like it. So okay, I'm done. <laughs> All right, fellas. You man. know what? Uh, one more thing. And Ivan, I don't like how you got naked like that yeah, in college. You know, I win. Oh, that boy, college man. story. You don't remember that shit, huh? Uh. Uh-uh. You remember Shaney? I remember Shaney. Okay. So I was with Shaney. So we was all at your house. It was me, her, Jeff. You remember Jeff? You know Jeff to talk like this nigga. Light skin, Jeff. That's my nigga because he talk like this nigga. That's my man. It was a bunch of us. We all at your house. And this nigga said, what y'all want to watch? <laughs> well, he's like, whatever. This nigga throw on a booty movie, right? Yeah. It's starting to come to your mind? I think so. Next wow. thing you know, this nigga said, man, this nigga walk in the room, naked. He said, who tried to fuck? No. <laughs> yes, nigga, it happened. No, that wasn't boy. That was you, boy. <laughs> that was you, nigga. I cannot walk in the room with no men naked. It was more bitches than niggas. The bad part is you got some ass. That might That part might be true. Because <laughs> I was hating because you got some ass. I said, damn, I'm fully dressed being a gentleman. Wow. <laughs> that is wild. That was a different time, man. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think I don't think people realize how how turned we had. You was a teenager. Sure. I don't think we because you know we, that was that was when the Millennium Scholarship was around. So oh, everybody, yeah. community college was popping. Community college was a club. 
Because, shit, they had the big-ass TVs and the one. We wouldn't even go to class because we too busy watching 106 and Bark. Mm-hmm. Community, in 2001, 2002, 2003, Community College was a club. Hell, yeah. That's all I got. All right, mm. fellas. I am crazy. Anything we get up out here? Oh, yeah. Well, nah, I guess man. I got to do my rapper thing, huh? You I got to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure y'all download, stream, whatever, the new album, Commitment Anxiety. I stand by it. It's a classic. Okay. I don't give a fuck. It's a classic album. You can listen to track one to the end. You yeah. not skipping nothing. Mm. I made it that way. And right now, I'm currently working on my new one called Respect the Elohim. So that's coming by the end of the summer. That's what's up, man. Oh, yeah, and the new video, Tanzania Red, will be out March 4th. Okay. You Sunni or you know what? Sunni. Gotcha. That's all I got for you. Doolamite.com. And watch Code 7. Yeah. He's taller in person. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> Doolamite Network also, man. We got all that. Uh, I don't got nothing, man. Just uh, tune into the City of Las Vegas Music Awards. It's coming up soon. Why you say it like that? No, nah, man, I'm just saying. <laughs> 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 I caught that shit. Yeah, I caught that shit. You moved your arms and shit. <laughs> it wasn't me, I promise, Mr. Eagle. Nah, man. Y'all tune in, man. Y'all support that. No, yeah, city man, I, um, shit, well, let me see, man. When is that shit? The 27th? Yeah. Oh, so Friday, next Friday, Friday, right? Saturday, Friday. Yeah, next Friday. Friday. That's all right. Okay. Um. Well, no, before we get Saturday, up out of here, Saturday. man. My brother, it was a pleasure to meet you. Man, it was a pleasure being here. Uh, yeah, you came into the lines then, man. It kind of get a little hot in here sometimes. Man, I survived like a uh, motherfucker. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, I've seen a lot of people crumble under pressure, man. Start offering Facts. information that they don't have to give because they in here nervous. Oh, super nervous. Um, but uh, keep thriving, my brother. Um, I, I love to see my, my people win. Uh, keep being honest. Skintasia and uh, – Code Seven, man. You know I'm here for it. Um, I've always been a a, a huge uh, what do you call it fan and supporter supporter of it. Um, yeah, man. Keep growing. You know, you're gonna look back a year from now, and it's not even gonna be the same thing that you see today. Not at all. Not at um, all, man. My brother Ivan, man, you know, keep walking in the room with niggas naked. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> um, man. He got some ass. Though. Y'all are stupid. I ain't getting none. I was mad as well. I didn't even get the finger no I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm praying his, you know, his old school smooth grooves. Uh, Here you go. Get better. Here you go. Um, I do think it's mad dope, man. Uh, tune into the uh, View 7 Network on YouTube. I do think it's mad dope that we probably are the one of the only people on the channel, on the YouTubes, that can genuinely uh, create an episode out of a song. Yeah, probably the only ones that can do that, and it's not scripted, all straight off the dome. Straight off the dome every time. Um, yeah, man, keep listening, keep watching, keep cussing us out. Uh, keep doing all that, man. Stay authentic, man. We're up out of here. Peace. Peace. Later.